0: everybody, to another episode of Three Brews In, a very special Mother's Day episode of Three Brews In, where we are spending it with the three of us. With dudes. Yeah. <laughs> just I, I should note that we've also
1: spent Valentine's Day doing an episode of Three Brews In. We did. Yeah, we did. Mom, <laughs> m- moms carry you for, for nine months and take care of you and all, but that's great. More importantly, this is our first episode of the third season.
2: Yes, and and mom should be proud that we are old enough and have lived enough life mm-hmm. that we can do this right now, and we aren't like dead from doing something really stupid a long time ago. Absolutely, and on that note,
0: good work, Justin.
2: Good yeah. work, Josh.
0: Yeah. So this is the uh, the podcast where we talk about beer, baseball, the Milwaukee Brewers. We drink three beers before we start boobs, and boobs. And we uh, wow. we we drink.
2: I just felt nostalgic there for a second.
0: That was that was kind of harkening back to episode. We really one. haven't talked
2: about boobs since like no. 2019. No,
0: but I'll tell you what. I finally got a good look at front row Amy for the first time.
1: The season the other oh, night, yeah. I told you about my conversation with the front row Amy didn't I? Where you, yeah. you, where I told her how I thought it was cool. She kept book. Yeah, she said <laughs> oh, yeah, isn't smooth. That guy. Cute. That's <laughs> why there's no second wife waiting in the wings for Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Does she also call you eye candy?
2: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Damn. <laughs> doubtful. Yeah. So uh, our our normal
0: tagline for this uh, podcast has been changed. Beer, baseball, or baseball, beer Bigger and buffoons. buffoons. Yeah, but we were kind of had a conversation, I guess, off air as we are drinking our, our first beers tonight. Our we, first three, right? Our first three. We 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 thought, how did it come up? Like, well,
2: most people, it, how great it was that we're doing this. And it's, it's and we were trying to decide, or Travis brought up the, the concept of, what are we, like, 50-50, dumb and
0: brave? Or brave, or brave. How, right. what's, to, the what's the put, balance of that? To put our drunk talk
1: on, like, to record it and, and put it out then, on Spotify. Because Josh might not want to pat himself on, on, a, on, a, on his own <laughs> back, uh, I'll do it for him. He said, I think we're brave for being this dumb. <laughs> and it's oh, not no. like, you know, this gut-wrenching, funny this knee-slapper, but, oh, God, that is great. And it gets better. <laughs> we are brave for being this dumb. We are. And yeah, it's it, it, it's it's brief. What do we got there? Ten syllables or so? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah. North High, Kid Hell, I don't know what a syllable is, but I hear, hear people talking about them. Right. But, yeah, we're brave for being this dumb.
0: We are we absolutely are. So we're going to continue on through a third season. Congratulations on the first two seasons, guys. What uh Justin, what did you estimate like during the course of these yeah, podcasts? You some numbers. How many How many beers have we drank as a as a team?
2: As a team, we are we have been required to drink at least 612 beers. Good
1: but we God. know that it's there been have been a couple times. That.
2: Well, and we well, had an
0: episode
1: where we didn't one. drink beer either. We drank like mixers the blues and whatnot. Of our choice. I, I was well, and, and and like I said, you know, just tack on ten percent for the ambibulous oh, day oh. in and of itself. Oh.
2: And Lucky to be when I was looking oh. down the list of the thirty-four beers that we've uh, tried in the history of this mm-hmm. uh, podcast, uh, well over half of them are IPAs. So we're not drinking like four two
1: Bud Lights or Miller Lights here.
3: No,
2: most of these are registering above a five.
3: Yeah,
1: well, well. above a five. Yeah, I, it would be something that would be interesting to, to dial up an average because we do have all the beers listed somewhere, right? Oh, I
2: have.
3: Yeah, I'm looking
1: just at right now. Sheet. You know what?
2: If you gave me probably a half hour
1: well, at some point, I we're can, not going to do that That's now. valuable <laughs> content. We No, do, no, say. I'm not talking about like,
2: <laughs> not hold on, either. I'm going to check out for a half hour. <laughs> what, what about you your volunteer work, Coach? What? How are you going
1: to fit this in? <laughs> <laughs> How about Just, how about the Namibians? You talk so much about.
3: Uh,
1: I do
2: have to I do have to say one thing, and uh, you know I, I've talked about this person a few times on the podcast, and um, I didn't recognize her at first. But you know we were helping you move yesterday, and yeah, uh, it wasn't until uh, we were leaving, and I kind of looked back and saw. The backside of her? I didn't realize that that was your mom that was helping us. It wasn't until I saw the back of her head that I realized, (laughs) oh,
1: shit, I know this woman. (laughs) I noticed you weren't the smart guy when you were there with her. Pretty well behaved. It's amazing what about 60 miles in 20 hours will do.
3: I just saw the back of her head. Holy! Don't now say
1: there's, that on there, there, <laughs> there, right there, right there, brave for being this dumb. <laughs> Wasn't an accident. We came up with that. So, you know, Maria Saint. It was good to see her in the
2: daylight. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
1: Upright. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, oh!
2: Completely off the rails. I don't even know. What
0: to say. Oh. Shit. Been Thirty-four episodes of this.
3: Well, there's only been one
1: post him seeing your mom in person. Yeah. I mean, in that
0: setting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Justin and Travis helped me move yesterday and my mom was there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like Jesus.
1: a church boy too. He big right. rock. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't want to make it weird for Josh. I <laughs> mean
0: Yeah, right, right. Anyway, so the beer this week. The beer this week. Yeah, let's talk about this. Just so every week we bring another uh, different Wisconsin beer. Justin, it was uh, your turn this week. What are we drinking?
2: We are drinking Third Space Brewing Company. Which is uh, from it is Milwaukee. Or Milwaukee. Oh, never yeah. heard of it before. I hadn't either. I um, never they heard have. Of it. They have a fairly. They've got two shelves in the coolers at uh, Woodman's. Oh, so there was a, a established. D- they are. Uh, I don't uh, St. Paul Street in um, in Milwaukee. We're drinking Heavenly Haze. It's a hazy IPA. Uh, it clocks in at 6.2% uh, ABV. Uh, the only thing that I can find on the description of this is we've packed this hazy IPA with loads of Citra Cryo, Idaho 7 Cryo, and Sabro Cryo Hops for intense <laughs> juice, <inaudible> juicy fruit <inaudible> flavors, and low <inaudible> bitterness. The IBU is 20. It's a 20. So low. That's typical it's for fair. A hazy, though, right? Right, right. Yeah.
1: So I don't yeah, and then that's something when people think about IBAs, they automatically talk mm-hmm. about that incredible hoppy, mm-hmm. and and right. I would I would think within within you know the people that are like oh, I just I, I had IPAs, I just don't like them. Well, they probably maybe didn't try the hazy this type because they're dramatically different. It's completely
0: right. different. Like if you drink like a gunpowder compared to a surly oh, furious, geez, it's, 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 it's 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 a different world. It it's it is right. completely different. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So all right, yeah, that's what we're uh, drinking tonight. First thoughts on it. I like it so far. I never. I don't think I've had one yet that I've said I don't like this. I can't wait, or I'm not looking forward to drinking yeah. the rest of them. But this is good. There, there is one. There's, well, there's one the one there. that you,
2: the blue yeah, bobber. The, blue bo- but, the bobber. Yeah. I keep seeing that every time. That's I That's an outlier. There.
0: I don't even want to hold that against you anymore.
2: We the, all make mistakes. The can is kind of neat. I, I like the colors of the can. I oh, sort of like it Yeah, it's a different can. It's like yeah. a
0: sapphire blue or a. Aquamarine mm. kind it's of thing. Aqua, like. aqua blue. I think it's aquish. With uh, yeah, sapphire's uh, right. It's almost you like know,
1: a golden. like a desert. Uh, it's it's know, like Aztec, like Arizona dime. Yeah. Thank you. I was trying to come up with Aztec. Yep. Almost an Aztec design. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's pretty neat. It looks
2: like a
0: UCLA jersey. God, that's does. the other thing I was thinking.
1: Jesus. So there's two yeah. things that were going through my mind, and I couldn't process either of them. What you just said, yes, mm-hmm. that's UCLA colors, mm-hmm. and then the whole Aztec thing. You're still processing that you were called eye
2: candy by someone who's very homely looking. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I have
3: no idea.
0: What like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's start getting to it. We got a lot of stuff to, to cover. Last time we did this podcast was before the regular season even started. Uh,
2: we had just, um, the, the, CBA, just the CBA had just been agreed upon. Yeah, right. So, so now we
0: were a month or so into the season, which was, is which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what you guys have. It's so funny because, like like Justin, you and I talked about, I always put out these itineraries. I put this out about a week in advance, and Mm -hmm. things radically change constantly from the time I put out the itinerary
2: to the time we actually talk about it. It's Sunday. You put out this itinerary on Tuesday Tuesday or Wednesday. It was at the end of the Cubs series. Yeah. Yeah, and – yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll start right out the main thing that that has
0: changed is we we had a text exchange one night and I was sitting on my couch and it finally like hit me full force like I'm tired of waiting for Christian Yelich to get back to being Christian Yelich and I said he's not getting back to Christian Yelich like I just don't see it happening again
2: and and lo and behold now he's not hitting
0: so he was since he was
2: then but he's. He was batting two oh three at the time. Right. And so uh, from the time you sent out the itinerary to um, research time, and I'm not counting Saturday's game against the Braves or Sunday day mm-hmm. game against the Braves, mm-hmm. but in the previous seven games, which would have covered at the point where you sent out the itinerary mm-hmm. to now, Christian Yelich is batting four seventeen <laughs> with three home runs, eight RBIs, and a 1.392 OPS. He raised his batting average from two oh three to two forty seven in that time. Um, it's a big difference. Yeah, eight, yeah. eight hits and twenty at bats. So this this is counting a couple more games in there. But um, yes, he, he's completely turned it around. Went from somebody who should should have been in the bottom third of your lineup. That was to, my point, right? To maybe he's back to that three four hitter.
0: Yeah, and that was my point. Like, how can you keep putting him out there? The three hitter, like, keep waiting for him to come around. Like, mm-hmm. it'll happen eventually. And that's and- really, a,
1: and that's really a fair thing. That's not just some knee jerk. Uh, you know, he no, made I wasn't eight trillion to be a dollars, deck, right? But I, I, I wonder this. He's playing with a little bit of a house money, compared to how he had to have been gripping the last recent how many yeah, games, sure. whether it's a, a two-year span or whatever, you know, 2018, 19, Yelich. it's like I don't care how mentally tough you are. Mm-hmm. You hear it. Oh, by the way, it's really oh, good you play in Milwaukee and not some markets. Oh, right. Um, so you're oh, going to get yeah. you're gonna get all that benefit. But now it has to be a bonus that can snowball in the right direction just like it can snowball mm-hmm. in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. It's got to help mm-hmm. him to know that, you know what, I can throw out an old for – five with three strikeouts now, and I'm not going to get down to myself because that was just a, a night I had. I got a good look. You know, they got me on good pitches, or I swung through it or something. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it just probably just feel so much relief? Oh, for relief. sure. Relief. Right, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Because you, you, <clears throat> I don't care how good you are or what level of athlete you are. You perform that poorly for that long. You start to doubt, like, did I lose something? Did they figure me out? And it Is gets it- exponentially Absolutely.
1: worse when you were the man – with the big contract, yep, with so much on your shoulders, mm-hmm. it's a, it's, a, it, it, its not like a, a fellow like Adams this year. As much as we like him and whatever, you know, this was Christian Yellich who right. was all world well, and, and really made up a, quite a—he he went a from
2: follow-up. NL MVP, you know, savior mm. of the franchise, the next Ryan Braun
1: plus. Well, don't, um, don't, what, don't put what, Ryan Braun even with his name. <laughs> Oh well, okay. I just you know, I, I just hate the guy, right? Absolutely. No, I, but you I'm understand like the, face, fran- of the face of the franchise. He
2: took over yeah. as yeah. as the face of the franchise. Yeah. He won the MVP. It. Absolutely. Yes. Then he uh yeah. he wins these accolades, has these great numbers, he signs his big contract where he could have signed a bigger contract elsewhere, mm-hmm. and then that's when the struggle started. Like it was the perfect storm of uh oh he signed his big contract and you know uh a New York media market, a Chicago media market, could have just said, ah, yeah, he signed his big contract, uh, and, now, and now he's just saying, fuck it. Why does he have to work name, anymore?
1: Name the team. There's probably five, six, seven of them that would, would have been brutal on him. Your Boston, your New York team, oh, right. you well, know, look, whatever. Yeah. And literally, he's 0 for 2 in a game, and the birds are out. Yeah, and it, and it, then, And then you really... You you go out uh, you know to your outfield position and the cat calls are there. Yep. that doesn't happen in Milwaukee. It doesn't and happen it, in some other cities either. It's not going to happen in yep. good towns like St. Louis or mm-hmm. or other good. But it's sure the hell going to happen probably in those markets that could pay you the most and, and will pay you the most. And you, I
2: mean, you look at the Yankees. Oh, Philly, time, by you're, the way, let's throw that Philly, in. There. Oh, yeah. fuck, yeah. Philly. Sure.
1: Yeah. You bet four hundred, and you know if you go for three, you're a loser.
2: Well, yeah. but who was it? Who was the uh, a player that just recently mouthed, you know i hate i hate this fucking place because he was just walking off the field in philadelphia i don't remember who it was but oh. he had to walk that back and say oh no i love it. the fans here oh. are just passionate And
1: like yep. he had to walk We've that back i've heard that before too. yeah right
2: yeah. alex Bain, was that it maybe. or maybe hoskins one of those Something. dudes that wasn't yeah. hoskins okay. it was it was a younger guy like up in like the up and comer like this is yeah, and, and but look at, like, Aaron Judge. Anytime he has a bad game and he's getting booed in, in right. New York, the guy's fucking all-world. He's a
1: top-five player in the league. And yeah. You know, there's something, and this would probably be a longer discussion. For some of these towns, all you need is 5% of people of 40,000 to make a lot of noise. Mm. Most people are still sitting in their seats being good. But you go from, like, Milwaukee, where you might have one-half of 1% of the yellers, these towns do enough to, to, to make the noise. Of course, it's contagious, and they are the people that don't really know the game. It's a story for another another day, but yeah. let's just end this with...
0: Who did you say? Alex Bain? Yeah, it was. okay. Oh,
1: very good. Yeah. Yelich is much better right now than I thought we... I think we would have thought even when we scheduled this thing. 100%. I oh, mean, yeah. actually, it says the Yelich problem. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yep. that's Right, because that was my thought was you have and very fairly and very and very fairly done, and then you drop the guy. Well, what does that do does to, that a, to? Oh, him, I right? want to do them. Well, that just that just triples the pressure.
2: Yeah. How how long or what sort of issue does it need need to continue for them to actually drop? him in the lineup like yeah he's had a great week let's say he ha- goes on another month of batting 200 do you drop him in the lineup or you just stick him where he's at because so, he's christian yellow keep him where he's at and and i because I, I think like this
0: week that he's had you know shows that okay he's still got it and when council is willing to stick with him at the three spot after a year and a half of mm-hmm. being a 210 hitter Yep. You, you know, okay, another week buys you probably the rest of the year yep. from from Craig Council because Craig Council is that kind of guy. It's like, no, I I believe you, but I I mean, I was had serious doubts. Like, at what point does Council get you know? He's got to put on his big boy pants and say, you can't help us here, Robert or, or does the, or does he get direction
1: from higher up? And the discussions and, and with Chris Mielich because he earned it. That's going to be mm-hmm. a meeting in in the in the in the administrative offices and just really. From a compassionate standpoint, yeah. I wonder, if those, want... I wonder if those
0: kind of talks happen, like in the Brewers. Like, does Stearns have any would have any say over? Hey, Craig, you got to think about dropping this guy, or is it like Stearns is smart enough to know? Like, no, you are the you are the day to day guy. It'd be interesting if they have
1: that. those. You know, here's what I picture, mm-hmm. and this is the guy from the total outside with nothing to back it. Here's what I picture with this type of organization, Craig. And and um, and Sterns being more of collegial, more on the same par, Mm -hmm. versus you know kind of that gap between. That's what she said. Uh, (laughs) Um, That that gap between because they that's you know and and Ignacio. It's not the hierarchy. It's a different market. It's a different whatever. You don't have a massive ego in there. I don't
3: think. I don't think so either. Or at
1: least an unworkable one. Um, you've got some very intelligent people that aren't stupid, and all want the same thing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it, and 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 really, how do you different players having struggles are going to handle things differently? Yelich mm-hmm. has been—I mean, you couldn't have a better teammate representing, or you know, a professional sports player representing right. your community and what you do. And and by the way, he was hurt. He had a he had a broken kneecap and back problems. Right. So,
2: yeah. Okay. The, the Brewers' so. organization, their hierarchy, and the and the front office, office is the exact opposite of what the Dallas Cowboys is. What yes. you just great, said, great, oh, great point,
1: wonderful point, and exactly accurate. And it was what you know the Raiders were with Al before he died, yep. and some other teams. You know that 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 let's look at um, um, Washington. Oh God, what are they now? Commanders. The Commanders. Um, the yeah. um, and 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 every sport has that. You know where where there are just. Yeah. Hey, let's you, be honest, George Steinbrenner for 100 years, you know, in New York. Was, if you're, if you're going to be a
0: small market. It's not healthy, no, not healthy. No, and if you're going to be a small market in baseball and compete every year, which the Brewers have now, four years in a row in the yeah. postseason, mm-hmm. right? you, you, you better be a functional front office as opposed to, I don't know, say the Reds, who right. are completely obviously dysfunctional and just yeah. inept. Uh, you, you have to have that part together. You can be a team like Different. the Yankees or the Mets, and just sort of be a mess and buy your way out of trouble. The Brewers can't do that,
1: so you better have that like laser focused front office all on the well, same it, team. it, it all it also shows. I, I completely realized the salary cap in the NFL different, but you take the the Cowboys, the last Super Bowl win ninety whatever it was. You forget you see that it's still the most. I think it's still the most valuable pr- franchise outside of soccer in the in the world. Yeah, It's yep. still whatever. But you have and the, the anybody. Yep. Yeah. I, in the sport, for sure. But but what you but you say it's like, oh my God, there are plenty of teams that just name the team that have been more successful than the Dallas Cowboys. I bet you list fifteen of them that have you know playoff wins percentage, and it's like, what is what is the huge overwhelming problem? Yeah, it's Jerry Jones. It really is. He's also. Maybe the wealthiest owner, he's been very successful in business, but Mm -hmm. Jerry and other people like him could never make that separation between, we get it, Jerry played football at a collegiate level. I mean, this is a man that never failed, but he was never able to check himself and let, you know, he he really, really, really wanted to to draft Johnny Manziel, and apparently his kid was the one that finally took him aside, if the story's accurate,
3: so...
0: Yeah, it, uh, I think Stearns is, is smart enough to know that he's not the smartest person at certain things. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Craig, I trust you. You're better at. On the field, you're you're better than I am. Somebody like Jerry Jones thinks I could be doing better than that coach right now. I could be making better personnel Eagle, decisions.
1: Ego so. checkings. Yep. Easy to say but hard to do. Right? I wanted
2: yep. I I couldn't find the exact meme, but I saw something um on Twitter the other day. The Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions have the same winning percentage in the playoffs over the last twenty years. No shit. Wow. Zero wins.
1: Well they haven't that's got out awesome. of the first round in, in, in the, that in wow. that long. And in, they've yep. That's great. That's great. The, the right. Cowboys are
2: like Owen. Like sixteen or zero and fourteen or something stupid like that. The co- or the Lions obviously like zero it's and. It's not three. an accident. No. And
1: you know the, the the Jerry Jones apologists, which I think are coming fewer and farther between, are the Jason Garrett's an idiot. And then people are saying, "Well, Jerry's so loyal, he's keeping Jason Garrett." And then you know it's like this: everything starts. The circus starts with you, Jerry. Yeah, it starts with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hundred percent. All right. God, oh, it's more
2: yeah. Cowboys than I ever wanted to say. <laughs> well, we criticized Ooh. them, rightly
1: so. And yeah, they still said their names. Yeah. Well, What do we got? Let's let's do something cool here.
0: Yeah, what do you want to do? Can we uh, – hold on. I just want one thing. Like, this has been a stressful week for me. There's a whole lot of shit going on sure. at work.
3: Had You've got to move, move. Had
0: to move and all that. Can I just say, I didn't have as bad a week as Trevor Bauer had last oh, week. Oh, oh. <laughs> before yes. we
1: Before we talk about Trevor, I recommend – Everyone listening, YouTube, and just Google Trevor Bauer. I don't know what you would need to add, but it's like a 15, 16 minute um, video. It's the one it will jump out at you. And it talks Trevor, the human being. This is no accident, folks. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, 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 is he something? He, yeah, right. And no, he, he, said, I, he started alienating teammates yep. at the high school level. Yep. Right. His College, um, Garrett his college Cole teammate was, at UCLA is his biggest enemy, yeah. It's Garrett Cole. He's, that's right, yeah. There is so much, and that's why when I say watch this, please do. We'll talk about him a little bit. And really, what do you really know about a guy in a bedroom and what he likes? Is it freaky? Is it boring and illegal? What is it? Well, that's stuff for other people to decide. But the documented what we know about Trevor Bauer from documented undisputed sources is this guy is something and so he I, was
2: yeah so he's yeah. never criminally charged with anything nope. but and it doesn't look like he he will be no and and but we all know in terms of sexual assault allegations just how right inherently difficult they are Mm -hmm. to get a conviction because Mm -hmm. most of the time it is a he said versus she said type of thing and it it's incredibly difficult to uh to get convictions in court for that you know short of you know somebody having cameras in their entire house to record everything that's going on Mm -hmm. these are incredibly difficult to get convictions and prosecutors are going to be very reluctant to charge out these cases, especially in high profile, high uh, money attorney type situations where it's going to cost the county, whatever well, municipality, and, 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 and a shit ton it's, of money.
1: And it's yeah. going to be um, the DA, you know, and we're not talking probably an ADA here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they might ultimately prosecute, but this is at yeah. the highest level as far as charging. Getting together with a victim and saying, "Hey, let's not be stupid here. Mm-hmm. You are going to be dragged yep through yep. the mud here. Mm-hmm. Tell me, it's ultimately our decision as the DA's office, but what kind of witness are you willing to be? And if you are, just understand this: Bing, 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 mm-hmm. Bing, Bing. And yep. but but um, that is obviously you know the the most significant and the in in the most you know obvious obvious stain. But I'll just just one thing in the video that jumped out at me more than anything, and there's a lot to the story, and there's probably other videos out there that might even be better than the one one I'm talking about, but so he's pitching for the Indians, and the manager, helped me out with the manager. Terry Francona. Thank you very much. He comes out to pull him from a game. He sees him. Trevor Bauer takes the ball and launches it over center field, and Terry Francona has words with him, mm-hmm. and then dink Trevor Bauer as if nothing happened. He kind of pats Terry Francona just like, oh, whatever. No asshole. Francona gives him a fucking look, and that is, are you kidding me? That crosses. Mm-hmm. Now, Trevor Bauer's not the only asshole to show up a manager or do a stupid thing, well, although I think he is the only pitcher I've seen throw a ball into an I outfield. ever never, being seen, that, yeah. Yeah, I've never I've seen that. I've he, never seen that. He has such a documented history. Wow. A guy, an old school guy, and you don't have to be old school. You can be brand fucking new and have serious issues with mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like this, This just he, just he, that's uh, a real mental it, illness there. Oh, by the way, he's super smart. Super, super intelligent. Oh, yes. Which is yes, very is. smart.
0: And have you heard, and, and maybe you wouldn't hear it because it's, it doesn't make good media or whatever. One single player, one, through this whole thing that stood up for Trevor Bauer and said, Look, right. Great guy. I I don't believe it. Whatever I one has one person. Who, Zero. How many players stood up for Latrell Sprewell when he when he jumped PJ Clark? They <laughs> all
1: stood up and said, yep. "No, no, good guy. We don't He is beyond toxic." Yep. And I don't think I don't think there is anybody that wants to stand up for him. I don't think it's a situation where he's got a defender that's afraid to defend him because oh my god. I don't think there's a person that feels that he deserves to right. be in a uniform anymore. No, nope. absolutely. Because he is just such a bad, odd human being. I, right. I I don't know if like we talked about it unofficially or not, but I'm, I'm just picturing like the girlfriends or wives of teammates of Trevor Bauer. Oh, uh, yeah. Trevor's not coming to our house. Right. I mean, would he be allowed in your house? There's a question oh, that you asked. Hell no. I don't right. think I would let him in my house. No. I don't think so. If I had a child and I knew what I knew about... Trevor Bauer and he was signing autographs at Shields, not nah. gonna happen, but I'm just saying, yeah. would you? No, I don't no. I don't care.
2: Right. Do you know who the last person I saw at Shields was signing autographs? Gilbert no. Brown. John Kuhn. No. Nope. Thanks, Travis, for that one. Oh, I remember that. Uh anytime that you are in or you're a public figure and you get suspended for your domestic abuse and violence thing, and you have to publicly say that I did not, during the course of having sexual intercourse with someone, punch her in the face or punch her genitals. Yeah. You know that there is some issues with the way that you're and, having intercourse and with And fuck
1: people. you, Los Angeles Dodgers, uh, for huh? completely putting what he can do on the field for you. And above everything now, there's a long list of that going on. The Dodgers aren't the first ones. But his history might have been documented as well or better than... Almost anyone in modern sports history, right? No. This should not have shocked you. And there is not one Dodger that right. wants him back. I don't think there's one Dodger that wants him back if he goes 18 and 0 with a 1.5 ERA. They right. just don't want him around. Well, and I'd rather lose without with, without Trevor. Do, do you it's hear not,
0: bad things about Freddie Freeman or Mookie Betts? Do, nah. do, doesn't sound like it. Do they nah. think? Do they want to be out there? Nah. And players no talk. Friend.
1: These guys, you know, the number, he's on fourth team now, right? Four teams because the Diamondbacks is a short stand. Who, he's got forward? the Reds. Yeah. No, he was with the Indians, the Reds, the uh, Dodgers. The Diamondbacks, the Dodgers. It was Diamondbacks, buddy. Yeah, he he was had in a the super Diamondbacks, short Diamondbacks. stand. And it was yeah. and it started with a fucked up. That was his first team. Yep. That's who drafted him. Oh, oh. And, 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 and he, and he went Trevor Bowers. Oh, God. Nobody okay. remembers him in the uniform. No, I, I, don't, but, I, don't. I don't. I thought he started And that's when he started this stupid fucking routine of trying to throw a ball 400- 400 feet even during days that he didn't pitch that's just what he you know oh, gotcha. okay so yeah. trevor bauer uh there's it,
0: probably he, a category for him i can't believe we, he hasn't made the douche hall of fame yet but he's, <laughs> he, so he, he, was never, he was never we never nominated well it was, and it i it ended topic. up being
2: yeah it ended up being the like he was brought up uh um or the allegations were kind of in between podcasts and then he was brought up as a topic but never yeah. as the douche of yeah. the week and, Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, let's do something a little bit fun. Why don't we, well, last time we did a uh, an episode, we, we want to do a part two of the greatest wartime quotes yes. yeah. ever. And it came from the, the Ukrainian-Russian war when they told the Russian warship to go fuck themselves. So we thought <laughs> that there's plenty of fertile ground for us to uh, keep talking about this. So you guys want to do some uh, great wartime quotes? Yes. I can sure start one if, if you want um mine travis i think you'll appreciate this comes from the civil war oh, and i think our favorite general in the civil war is william tecumseh sherman yeah. when he was uh doing his march through georgia and yeah. and got outside of atlanta the mayor the mayor of atlanta sent him a letter begging that a city be spared
3: <laughs>
0: general sherman's response was you might as well appeal against the thunderstorm
1: Wow. wow, love it! Never
0: heard that. Yeah. Thank you. Doesn't give you a lot of hope for your city at that point, does it?
2: No. <laughs>
0: yeah, he went on to burn it to the ground and do his General Sherman thing. So, yeah, badass.
2: So my my quotes this week are less uh, impactful and more philosophic, more thought provoking. Those
0: are easier to find. Yeah, find a lot of those.
2: Uh, yeah, I went with the uh, Eisenhower and and all that last time. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, and now that I say that, Eisenhower is on my first one, <laughs> uh, but not really like the uh, you know death and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Mine is we are going to have peace
1: even if we have to fight for it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Yeah, sure. This turns from 1987. Admiral James Stockdale, unfortunately, portrayed for his vice presidential debate performance in, yeah. in, in 100 years ago. But um, this is my favorite. Never seen it. Glad we have this show. Strange as it sounds, great leaders gain authority by giving it away. Oh. Oh. That's walk-off stuff <coughs> there, I'm telling you. It, that is really... Good, <coughs>
0: were we just talking about that? Yes, with, we were. With David Stern saying, yes, I'm not we were. S- the smartest. And I was gonna I say, mean,
1: Boy, does this dovetail nice into that? Yes, yeah. we were. That Let's is work. just, oh, I love That's that good stuff. Yeah,
0: all right. Um, should we talk about now? Do you guys, oh, we're we... only doing one? Oh, were we doing you have another? Uh, I don't one? know. Sure, I I'm prepared sorry. three of them. Oh, go week. ahead. I only had the one, so yeah, I okay,
1: I've got two.
2: I got uh, my next one, General Schwarzkopf. Huh. Uh, the more you sweat in peace, the less you bleed in war. Uh-huh. And then I've got uh, Bertrand Russell. He's a British philosopher. War does not determine who is right, only
1: who is left. left. Yeah, I saw that one. It's good. Calvin Coolidge. who We don't necessarily <laughs> think of in this sense. No. no. The nation which forgets its defenders will itself be forgotten. Oh, I like that. Yeah, good. And Coolidge said that. Coolidge, was he? You want not know a hard time? No, he was in the twenties. No, 20s. No, right. uh, no. certainly not. But I mean, you know, almost certainly from a speech, maybe at some graduating sure. class at right. West Point or wherever. Yeah. But you Makes know, that's it, really Be interesting.
0: Good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. That was cool.
0: We have to do our predictions for the. For yep, baseball, oh, yeah. even though we're a month into the season, but hey, that's well, what we, happens when know. schedules get get a little crazy. And I look, I personally think I can make uh, make predictions not based on what's happened so far this no, this my, month, except I for put, maybe the Reds. I made my
2: well, prediction. I put my predictions in at the when um, at the end of our last podcast. Like, well, let's clarify. We're, we're starting.
1: Let's clarify the extent of the predictions here. Yeah, so right.
0: we're only predicting the NLC Central because that's really all we care. One about. The five. last yep, One through yep, five. The, one through and five then the. AL and NL representatives to the World Series, and then who's going to win? In yeah. and in how many games? And in how many? Yeah, games. as a tiebreaker. So, yep, yep. So yep. yeah, we're not going to bore everyone with who's going to win the AL East because who gives a shit, right? Josh. Justin, oh, you want me to start? Yes. All right. Well, I I'm I would have predicted that the Brewers would have won the the okay. Central for sure. I think the Cardinals will be second, then Cubs, Pirates, Reds.
1: Um, I diddle that exactly, and I will tell you that's what I would have picked before the season. Sure. Um. I, I think Pittsburgh somehow, some way has the ability to end up fifth, but they won't. They'll end up fourth. They absolutely do. Yeah. Well, the Cubs are looking. yeah. Just but them. yeah, they just so, so yeah. much can I, So we we, we, we did all there. I just yeah. I, I'm looking, you know, at these teams, and it would have been, you know, slightly different yeah. had we done. Okay, go ahead, coach. Yeah, it's the same. Is yeah.
2: it, it is I, the same.
3: Okay, and that was before
2: the season started.
3: That was you before said the season started. Okay.
2: okay. Cool. So I have to pick
1: I was hey, going uh, back
2: and forth between the Cubs and the Pirates at 3.
3: Okay. So
1: who's your NL champion? So
0: my NL champion, as much as I want to not pick them, I mean I'm I have to say the Dodgers cuz when you have the best roster and you add Freddie Freeman, I know, then holy shit, you just got a whole lot better. Um after that, you know what? Just to be that fucking asshole, it, 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 it I'll say the Astros cuz they were so fucking close last year and I just hate them enough. Mm-hmm. I don't care that they lost Correa. They're just, I'd, I take them, and I'm going to go Dodgers in five.
1: Okay, Travis. I am um, How 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 can you um. Say this without being a homer. So there's a little bit of it. Hmm. I, I do see um, Milwaukee overcoming um, the Dodgers. Wow. They're my pick. There's some heart in it. Not rationale, because I know rationale is Dodgers. So I'll I'll do that. I'll I'll acknowledge there's homerism in it. So it's Brewers-Yankees. And uh, Yankees uh, beat the Brewers in seven games. The ultimate large against small
0: market. Yep.
2: Yep. Uh, I also have the Brewers uh, in the National League only because of the pitching staff. Uh yeah. it's, it's
1: not it a is, homer pick. It's not legit, not a homer. Oh no, pick. we're not the only ones. There's folks outside of right. the, yeah. both LA and the Midwest saying that the Brewers could right. could do it. And and especially we, we spent a lot of time talking about Yelich and how about Lower, who expected Lower to have this start. Oh my oh. God. And a you know, things tons of things happen, but boy oh, boy, <laughs> I, I I I don't if you're not picking the Brewers and if they're not in your top 3, i question you. Yeah, that was
0: one of the yeah. biggest failures of Stearns yeah. a year after the trade was the lower um, yeah. trade yep. for Trent Grisham and Zach Davies. Sure. Yep. And Luis Urias, of, uh, yeah. a year uh-huh. after, you went, wow, they got fleeced they got on that one. Holds. Now all of a sudden, Jesus, Zach Davies isn't even on the team, and, and uh, Gr- uh, Trent Grish- Grisham isn't even – is. is Right, he, he won end. a
2: gold. He won a gold glove. Yes, he did. But he had a great outside of that, year yeah, with him. Right, outside right. of that, nothing. Yeah, Lauer's come into his own. He's a coming to his own. Oh, Jesus, he's a he is is he is he the number five? He's the number five pitcher. Four, number four. Who's number five? I, I can't think. Of oh his no! Name I guess right he
0: now. would be. It'd be Hauser or Lauer. Hauser, like, take yeah. Pick. So yeah.
2: Hauser and Lauer, Lauer, either one of them, as a four-five, they're playing above that. They're solid threes, if not twos, on some clubs. Right. Fully now. Fully realizing,
1: right. maintaining what you're doing. Right. Um, it, it's not gonna be as dominant throughout the season. But if he's some figment of himself, uh, what he's done so far the rest of the year. Right. And, he's, look, and
2: you don't need him to be anything a, more than a 4.2 no, ERA pitcher.
1: No, and he's well, well exceeding well, that. And there's, every, and there's, you know, short of an injury, right? he's just commanding things up there. Yep. He's doing things that he's getting the results you would expect by doing everything right. He's like a there's, right. He's a <laughs> it's right. not like fellows are up there, they're hitting line drives to shortstop or you're getting bailed right. out by double plays. The guy is... You know, no, he's, he's, a, he's responsible right, for what he's doing. He's a
0: right-handed Kyle Hendricks. Who's yeah, a, more of a changeup guy, but yep. Lauer is a lefty that just seems to like you, you. One of those sort of like Brett Suter, where you sort of wonder how the fuck is he doing this? Sneaky, with
1: stuff quick that he fastball, yep. Yep. nothing that's going to knock your socks up. But yeah, yeah. We
3: talked to before in the, the
1: pitching lab, you know that they've got. Mm-hmm. There's something to yep. it. Give them some time in there and let them do their thing. So, so yeah, I mean, yep. we don't have a lot of differences. So
2: I've got the Brewers in the National League, my American League team, at LA Angels. Ooh, interesting. And I've got the Brewers in six. Okay. Really? So that and that was my
0: before the before the season,
2: huh? Before the I season. Mean, that was before so that, title? Yeah, it was before wow. this the season started. My that's, that's kind of the like Astros, Rays, the sneaky team that you can't predict because I, I think somehow the Yankees like fall apart. And, yeah. Um yeah, I I well, look, nobody well, would have
0: picked the the Braves at the beginning of last season. Right. so to pick the and that's Angels, sort of where I'm
2: that, and that's sort of where I'm at right now is yeah. something where it's the team that's going to win or get a wild card and get stre- sneaky or sneaky hot in the postseason. I would love to see the Angels in there just because I love Mike Trout. Yes, it's about time he would
0: get to play on a winning team. Cole Calhoun? Is no, he's he with like the his, Rangers oh, now. I is think. he? Yeah. Oh.
1: Um, Interesting. Yeah. Okay, It's so, good.
0: All right, where are we at? Hold on. Where are we at for time? We're in about 38 minutes. Do you guys want to go to uh, Statements Never Uttered? It's about that time. It is. All right. Description of this, Coach? What is it? Cole Calhoun is with the
2: Rangers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wasn't paying attention. What happened? What are
1: Statements Never Uttered?
2: Statements Never Uttered. Statements that unless you had a gun to your head, forced to say it, you, this is something that has never been said in human history or uh very rarely uh, has been said under the most dire and duress circumstances.
1: Basically, nobody's ever
2: said this. Yeah, you want to start,
1: Justin? Yeah, I'll start. Hey, honey, I
2: really like your new boyfriend, Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Topical, <laughs> that's because he was on the list. <laughs>
0: Good. Uh, all right. Just because of what I've been going through this week, statement never uttered. Oh, sweet. I got my entire security deposit back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I ain't getting that fucker back. I just got an email from my previous uh, landlord um, that the check is in the mail. It's coming back. And he said that on day 20 of state statute requirement of 21 to send it back. You also, he are held re- it as
0: long as he could. He held it as long or as he asshole. could. He
2: was required to post market on day twenty one after move out, and he did it on day twenty. How much are you get? Do you know? Well, so I'm getting my entire security deposit. Oh back. shit! Well, and nullifies
0: well, my statement.
2: Well, hold on. I'm getting my entire security deposit back plus. I sort of worked with him and the people who he was going to rent to, and since I didn't spend the entire month there, he's mm. sending me back half my
1: rent. Damn from that month! Jeez, oh, so, bingo.
2: I mean, good guy. If you uh, anybody's looking to rent in the area, I know some uh, duplexes, and uh, I, I can hook you up with the name of a guy He works real well. Kind of slow on maintenance, but real nice dude. Perfect,
1: Travis. Two philosophy majors just suffered a flat tire. Oh no! <laughs> I'll change it. Fuck you, Adrian. I'm doing it.
3: <laughs>
0: Adrian. They're both guys, too, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Statement never uttered. Unicycles make me wet.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Yes.
2: Love it. Wow. <laughs> Uh doctor, I'd actually prefer the colonoscopy before the endoscopy. (laughs) If if for some explanation the endoscopy is when you put the tube down your throat. I had both both at the same time. (laughs) Under the same Yeah. I think my wife made a joke
1: to a nurse or something about yeah. Spit roast. That's (laughs) fucking awesome. What do you say spit one? Spit roast.
2: So like a bag you got to both sides. No, I know.
1: Finger cuffs. <laughs> Judge, why so damn lenient? I'm almost for sure going to reoffend. Let's just say the cops didn't do a lot of digging.
2: I'll go next if you want to save it for the hammer. Do you oh. have a really good one last? Yeah. I think. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah, I'll go second here.
2: Uh yes, Hillary Clinton. I'd love to have unprotected sex with you right now.
1: Oh. Ew. Yes? Oh it was that's very good. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Speaking of topical, written on a Mother's Day card. <laughs> Hi mom. So my father searches narrowed down to only eight people. You really <laughs> fucked eight different guys in one month? I guess that's <laughs> where I get my work ethic. <laughs>
3: Well <laughs> Jesus.
2: God, we met Josh's mom this week too. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right.
0: Well, I happen to have a Mother's Day one for the last one. Damn it, Mom. I told you to get two fingers up my ass.
1: Oh my
3: god! That's oh, no. awful. <laughs> what well, culture you chicken shit? Why don't you have one?
2: <laughs> oh, I, I saved the uh, I saved the Mother's Day stuff for the first four minutes of the episode. <laughs> oh.
1: God. Well, it's nice to see the old Josh is still got his wings. <laughs> oh, He's still a trooper. <laughs> I, still got, I still got it, damn it. How about we do, um, wow. how about the list? Oh, I fill the it'd list? I think it would be a good time yeah, for this. What great. do you say? So um, what we're going to do here now, we rotate around. I'm the person that's asking the question this time. And Josh and Justin, I don't think we need to to do a timer. It's about a minute and a half or so. To write down the list, Um, we always do top five of whatever. Yep. Um, And then um, I'll try to do a a, a rant that doesn't get... um, Doesn't involve
2: frozen penises?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just I'll try to give background out of... uh, or less background noise to give these guys a chance because I think it's a pretty good question. Okay. Um, so here it is: Career second baseman home runs—the top five second baseman home runs in the history of baseball. So as these guys are, are doing this, I want to bring up something that I stumbled upon. I was reading an article. I'm kind of a nerd and I, I, I read a lot of uh, a lot of different sites and whatnot. And there was an article about the Marines losing aviators or they had been losing aviators to commercial aviation private uh aviation both their helicopter pilots and their fixed-wing aircraft and then this guy was saying hey you know COVID hit and at the same you know at about the same time uh kobe kobe bryant's helicopter went down and everybody lost um everybody lost confidence in kind of the tourism helicopter thing and whatnot And I just think, are you fucking kidding me? People stopped, some people stopped flying on helicopters because Kobe Bryant's helicopter crashed and burned. Let's start with one thing here. Number one, it was not like tourist helicoptering. It was taken, I think it was going to a basketball practice with his daughters and his daughter's friend and, Mm -hmm. and, and, The pilot really made a bad decision. God knows if Kobe Bryant pushed him or not to take off. This isn't what this is. Are there people in our country that really said, I'm not getting on a helicopter anymore because Kobe fucking Bryant went down in a helicopter? I got so sick of people forgetting about the other innocent lives that were lost in that, to include his daughter. Kobe got top villain and then his daughter was second, and then these other like three or four people to include the pilot, they didn't even goddamn fucking exist, or the Kobe crash or anything along those lines. God forbid, where are we as a nation where, A, you don't know that some planes are going to go down every year, some helicopters are going to go down every year, but it takes Kobe Bryant to affect your decisions. makes me sick. Guys, do you need more time or not? Nope, I'm good. I only came up with four... Okay. So, I think I would have come up with like three. That's why I think it was kind of a good question, but not an unfair was, one. But No, I came
2: it, up with five at the last second. Does that yeah. count? Can I call yeah, it? Yeah,
1: sure. Now, I, I hope you guys can come up with five-second baseman total. That would be a little embarrassing if you can't. Um, do we, we do this where we just, you, you name your five. Yeah. We mm-hmm. don't, don't know go in order. Go, so who, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Jeff Kent,
0: Rogers Hornsby, Ryan Sandberg, Ooh. Chase Utley, Joel Morgan.
1: That was incredibly good. Holy shit, Coach! Am I going to be saying that about you?
2: I have Ryan Sandberg, Jeff Kent, Robinson Cano, Craig Biggio, Jeff Cirillo. I know none Very of them. Very
1: good, but I think you came up one short. I wasn't writing it down. Jeff Kent, Robinson Cano, Ryan Sandberg, Rogers Hornsby, Joe Morgan, and I think the and Chase Utley was six. So, so you got four. Fuck. I got four. I got you got three, guys. That was exceptional. Oh. Um, I'll tell you right now, I would have gotten two. I would have gotten God, Jeff Kent. I, I would have gotten fuck. Jeff Kent and Ryan Sandberg, which is really embarrassing because how can't you put Robinson Cano in the uh, the numbers? So the right. numbers range from Kent at 354, all the way down to uh, Joe Morgan at 268. Um, the game differential is huge. Joe Morgan did his in 2,600 games. Jeff Kent had almost 100 more home runs in 600 less games. Oh, wow! Um, but yeah, uh, guys, yeah. I, I'm really impressed. That yeah, was super. Good. It shows we're not just good-looking guys. We're not we're just we're not just eye candy. What?
3: <laughs>
1: I know I'm eye candy. You are. Aren't you? That's right. a given.
0: You know what surprised me about that what? number though? Because like. Shortstop and second base, historically, you're, you're light-hitting kind, yeah. kind of people. But these list Those is are fake full of hitters. old, uh, of, but more like not mm. modern-era people. Cano yep. is more modern-era. Kent, somewhat so. But Joe Morgan and Hornsby yeah, and And Ian, Ian Kensler
1: is seven, and then my hmm. screenshot cut off. But, yeah, I, I think that's... Um, Yeah, that's a good question. you guys did great. Holy shit. Okay, where are we at?
0: All right, where are we at? Roger's Horn. Well, speaking of baseball a little bit, we had a new topic that I wanted to bring up, a, a baseball hero and a baseball villain. And the way I kind of phrase it was somebody who, like your villain is someone who has sinned against baseball and needs to be mm-hmm. called out for. It. There's obvious choices. Yeah, I think I the one that I threw out was Jose Altuve. That's easy. Yeah. Um, and and a hero is someone I don't. know, Maybe we do talk about it a lot. Maybe we don't and should be. I'm just wondering about about if more. we don't
1: if we don't uh, duplicate here a little bit. And I, be I'm we will. And,
0: yeah. So Travis, you want to start with a hero? Maybe.
1: Uh, my hero is is kind of low hanging fruit. Um, okay. It's Cal Ripken. Uh, yeah um, in certain reasons guess. that yep. you know for all the reasons you're thinking of Cal Ripken, um, from the one team to, to to the class throughout the durability everything and you know yeah. it's not like he played in the 50s he did some of this and in, in an era where you know um, he uh a little bit of the in-betweener as far as you know going for that huge contract and just just uh and played his whole career in one Right, team, one city, you know, and and I hate to to be that because it used to be that way, and I don't blame players that are doing it now, but Mm -hmm. you know, um, geez, I I just you find a find a hard time from players, coaches, anyone that Mm -hmm. that has anything bad to say about the guy. Um,
3: I I, I
1: thought of a question, and maybe you guys know, and we could, I guess, do a Google search. Where did he ever come in any MVP voting? In, didn't in, he win in, it once? I thought he won it once. I thought okay, he won no, it am once. Now I'm embarrassed. I'm pretty sure he uh, won it once. That's backtrack. I didn't ever say that because I was pretty sure that he no, did I think it once. He, I, I'm pretty sure he won once.
0: Justin's uh, efforting as we speak. I'm almost certain he did. He won he did two
2: gold he, gloves. Only two? I wow, have he was a two-time AL MVP two-time. in '83 and '91, AL okay. Rookie of the Year, two-time Gold, gold Glove, eight-time Silver yeah. Slugger. Okay,
1: well, I'll, I'll fall on my sword. I, I fucked up there. I, I did not think that he'd won an won an MVP.
2: Nineteen-time All-Star from yeah. 1983 to 2001.
1: Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't just out there as like a monument, as where he's playing this game streak out. Just, to, you know, he through through throughout. Yeah. He was always, you know, always yep. a way above average player, as evidenced by the MVPs.
0: He's an analyst now, right? Isn't he like yeah, a studio guy? or, yeah, or I whatever. Really like him. Yeah, I guess I haven't heard a whole lot, but he's also not like, <sighs> you know, curse the name, but A Rod, where you have to listen to him all the time and yeah. just get fucking annoyed. With we him may
2: him. speak of A-Rod. A Rod. Hero. Oh, oh, so, yeah, heroes your perfect. I over. have a hero, yeah. Ken Graffiti Jr. Oh wow! He, the really, class act, uh, yes. uh guy that does not um, ever get mentioned in the PED and steroid issue, because even he though didn't he do was him. within right. that area. Right, yeah. just everything about him spoke of hard work, class. Um, there was never—I mean, there was an arrogance about him, but it was not—it wasn't it was was no, overwhelming. It was, uh, it, was yeah, the, it was tolerable. It crossed tolerable. the line a little
1: bit with me, but I'm—I'm. I'm, but you're, oh, my, my bar is pretty fucking high. Right. It's not an age thing. I, But, no, I mean, <laughs> no, no. I, his swing, I think, is the best I've ever seen it in baseball. It is beautiful. It the was a beautiful swing, swing. Yes, and, ever. And yeah.
2: then so he goes off. He, he plays for the Mariners for his almost entire career. And then he when, when the Mariners sort of jettisoned him, uh, where did he go? Cincinnati. 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 To what? Started. To play with his dad. Yep. Like no, 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 he, no, 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 no. To play where his dad. Played. Where he? Where his dad played? Yeah. 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 Didn't he yeah. play with his dad In though Seattle. too? Oh, okay. The beginning was okay. Yes. Yeah. That so was it was, was yeah. too distant. It yeah. was, That's right. So it wasn't. It wasn't that. Oh yeah, he wouldn't go. Think about those. Think about, with think about. Think about right.
1: those two markets though. Seattle, Seattle and Cincinnati, Cincinnati for. Right. You know, you you hear so much talk of people, and and part of why you didn't you know he's there's a reason you brought him up right because right. he's one of the best hitters of all time mm-hmm. natural whatever but had he um been in in different markets and had he mm-hmm. been marketed like some of the the guys He's Mike Troutish in a little way, right? Yeah, because right. Mike Trout, I've probably right. seen ten of his at bats live and whatever, and he's not national marketing yet. You have these douches in all sports that have half the talent, but all the yep. Um, did he ever? Um, did he ever address the question? I'm sure he had been asked it, but did he ever address the? Hey, you played in the steroid area. It looks like you did it clean. Do you have animosity towards these guys? That's a
2: good question.
0: Right? I
1: don't right? know. You can't say he hasn't asked it.
0: Oh, right. I'm sure. Right, and doesn't that speak to little a little bit of, of, of the of even maybe the the apparent arrogance? Because like, he knew what was going on. Everybody he would, knew, the knew. The people world were knew what was going on. And it's well, like I'm how hanging. About, you know, with these how about guys how about regardless?
1: Hank Aaron's class? It almost sure. reminds yeah. you of how he conducted himself. He 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 never said, "Hey, I'm completely cool with it" and whatnot. But he really took the high ground. Yeah. Yeah,
2: thirteen-time All-Star, AL MVP in 1997. Did he? How many Gold Gloves? Ten-time
1: Gold Glove winner. So he
2: stole stole that. Gold Glove winner from 1990 to 1999. Seven-time, seven-time Silver Slug Award winner. Silver Slugger. So not only was he the best defender, uh, ten times or (laughs) ten straight years, but in seven of those ten years, he was also the best hitter in his position. So
1: I think there's something I'm about to say that might answer a a couple of questions here. What's he doing now? Am um, I Um,
0: I've actually okay. seen him at so, MLB The Show. So, like, so, that, so
1: that's kind of the answer right now. His retirement years have not been. He's out not there. out there. Right. He's, not, he's not out there. He's you know he, he's certainly you know very wealthy and whatnot. Yeah. But the way he's conducting himself post career, mm-hmm. as far as being out there, that might give a little indication why he was more comfortable in Seattle and Cincinnati. That's a good. Point. I want yeah. I want you to think about the right. check that could have been written to him from the Anaheim Angels, Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees, the Mets, the come on, fill in a couple other teams here, what he could have gotten in his prime. And I don't know how the contract was set up, but it's not like he was locked in a prison in fucking Seattle. And they, oh, by the way, Seattle had... Some good teams. And he wasn't the only those are
0: fun teams. I those remember were that. fun
1: teams, but you were still, from yep. a marketing standpoint, yep. from in a Seattle. career defining standpoint, you're in a little bit of purgatory there in Seattle. For sure. Not yep. fair, but playing in a
0: shitty feel that the old with, with the Kingdom up there. Is that what that was that's back? That's right. Then? Yeah. So, but again,
1: it was a discussion we've had before. Yeah. Was just, that a better comfort level for him? He knows he knows point. what it would be like going to that. the Red Sox or yeah. the Mets or whatever. Right. It's like Yep. I own this fucking city here, yep. and if I go two for 30, they are going to love me just as much. Yep. So, two things that I just learned as you guys were talking there. He
2: is a minority owner of the Seattle Sounders Football Club Oh, okay. soccer team. Yep. Also, in 19, or 1988, at the age of 18, he attempted suicide. He that, served, that fills in a lot what? of them. He survived a suicide attempt after swallowing 277 aspirin pills. He, he was in intensive care. He had some arguments with his father. Not a good relationship. Developed yeah. some depression. Very
1: interesting. Um,
2: uh, swallowed that a bunch of a pills. A what we talked
1: about. It yep. Is. was it? And he did it in a time where he was able to survive it and get through without the fucking assholes on Facebook. Right. Without. Without. Without him just being swamped. And so sw- I mean, we're talking what that was. What year did that happen? Nineteen eighty-eight. Was- eighty-eight. Right. Eighty-eight as an
2: eighteen-year-old. Uh, this this was uh, a moment that both have said... All three
3: of us are hearing this the for the rela- first time. I've yeah. never heard that before.
2: Changed the relationship between him and I his father. To. Oh, shit.
1: It's not that he was never the next greatest talent, because let's presumably yeah. say that he was, hmm? oh my God, not only is he oh. Ken Griffey's kid, but... He's better, right? Have you seen him swing?
0: Didn't he and break into he, the
1: bigs at nineteen?
0: Then, like the next year, I thought he broke in okay. when he was. But a so, 19. what does that tell you? In nineteen eighty nine, And the
1: most dangerous thing is to, of course, assume what someone's going through in a mental health crisis. But is it logical to think that him being the guy at age eighteen? Let's be honest, he yeah. was the guy. Yeah. You were going to play major league <laughs> baseball. You're going to be, and he couldn't. Probably, maybe, couldn't maybe handle it and he right. looks like he got good help and 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 went on to, to a year
2: and two months after his suicide attempt he was okay. making but, his debut uh, as an but let's
1: extrapolate that and, and and be the amateur psychologist here that says maybe that's why he never made that 100 absolutely 100 percent he never made that huge money grab I'll go to and,
0: cincinnati where my dad was part of the big red machine yep. and and i'll be
1: boy that's interesting yeah Good research here, Coach. That's good. Yeah, nice.
3: Yeah, i got to do my size. hero.
0: Yeah. Uh, my hero is Ted Williams.
1: Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Yep.
3: Great. And, and he, and World War II. Yeah.
0: See that? Yeah, and, and that that's, that's the, yeah. Yeah, so, so he uh, hit Boy. 406. Oh, so take mine back. Yes, that's 406 great. in 1941. It's the last time anyone ever hit 400 in a season. The next year, he won the Triple Crown in 1942. Then he went to World War II. And spent three years, okay, after winning the Triple Crown. The year after, he went. Wasn't he in aviation? Yeah. Um, Army yes, Air Corps? Yeah, something like that. He went to the Does Navy Marine there? Corps. That's all. Navy Marine? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Then he came back and, and won an MVP and his own, only World Series in 47. Then he kept playing. And then he went to the Marine Corps as a Marine Combat, Marine combat Aviator. Okay, I thought he flew, in, yeah. In 57 and 58 at the ages of 39 and 40. Jesus. So, As much took,
1: as I love Cal Ripken, can I just kind of say I want him instead, but still stick to it? That's amazing. Oh,
0: I'm sorry. Let me, let me correct that. Yeah. Um, he went to, to Korea in 52 and 53. When he came back at, in 57 and 58, when he was 39 and 40, he was
1: AL batting champ both years. At age 39 and 40. And we're not talking 1850 here. It's easy for people to look back in the old school. That's really incredible. He lost five years of his best
0: years in war. Can I ask (laughs) you a question?
1: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. And I've never, you know, this probably isn't right, but is your villain his son? (laughs) No. Okay. Just wondering. No. Just wondering. (laughs) No.
2: Ted Williams, his head is currently cryogenically frozen. Because yeah. of his son,
1: yeah. for oh, those that no. might not have caught that. Right, yeah. And, he also got and the, I didn't uh, ask that as a joke. I no, thought maybe no, he no, would, no, be that the, would be the... Yeah. That would be a legitimate question.
0: That could have been... And yeah. by the way, also, like, besides that, a good dude won the Presidential Medal of Freedom, the highest civilian honor bestowed by the U.S. government for his charity work. See, no. what you said...
1: <laughs> so what you said about you know going you know, in the service and coming out at ages 38 and 39...
0: Uh, it was somewhere in the, so he in fifty two and fifty three. Then he won the batting title again in 57-58. So it was he would have been maybe more
1: impressive than batting six.
0: Hundred percent to yeah. win that yeah thirty nine and forty yeah for sure.
2: We're gonna have oh, to do yeah. this uh, this topic again.
0: I thought this would be maybe a weekly thing because there's so yeah. many heroes and, and villains yeah, to yeah, cover yeah. and all that. Um, do we want to go to villains? Want to take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. Right, and then take we'll a go quick go to break and then we'll do our villains. Be right yeah. back. Okay, we're back, and we're going to go into our villains. One little thing I have to correct is that I believe I said Ted Williams won a World Series at one point. He, of course, played for the Red Sox, did not win a World Series. Never won a World Series
2: because there was that whole big drought thing, the curse of the Bambino. Anyway,
0: but Justin, we want to talk about our villains of baseball, people who have sinned against the game and need to be called out for
2: it. I alluded to mine earlier, not very subtly, but Alex Rodriguez is my villain. I knew we were going to the PED. Is the uh, uh, constant selfishness that uh, mm. surrounded Alex Rodriguez not only af- not only during the time that he played the game, but after the time that he played the game? Yep. And I wanted to pick out because there were so many. I wanted to pick out the one that stood out to me as his most selfish moment mm. uh, in his career. Uh, which happened to be in 2007 he had signed a 10 year 250 Rangers. plus million dollar mm-hmm. contract um he was um a very rich man and he chose the middle of the 2007 world series you know how like things during the super bowl week are supposed to not happen outside of the game you're not supposed to make major announcements uh during the week and a half of the world series Alex Rodriguez chose the middle of the 2007 World Series to say that he was opting out of his 10-year, $250 million contract with the Rangers, <laughs> and he would become that. a free agent. Did not know that. The you know biggest the selfish thing. The and I I had looked it up, and I it wasn't um, any team that was uh, uh, employing Alex Rodriguez that was playing during the World Series. (laughs) He chose to make that World Series time, that moment about him. And Alex Rodriguez can shove, well, I'm I'm sure he shoves giant dildos up his ass on a regular basis, but a larger one up his ass to uh, tear his perineum.
1: So mine is Alex Rodriguez. Um, I, I, it, didn't, it didn't surprise me that we had a double here, but I thought it was so obvious maybe people, I, I, just, I, I, I despise him. I, de, I despise him on, on the highest level. And here's maybe a twist. His legacy, his history is known to everyone. So it'd take a half hour to go through that. I will just say that the goddamn People in the networks, the people that should have blackballed Alex Rodriguez did not blackball him. Go fuck yourself, people who made... A rod, yes, a, a a a a what he is right now. Go fuck yourselves. I'm done. That yeah. is,
0: thank you. That is exactly what I wanted to say before Justin yeah. passed it off. Is ESPN who glee, gleefully found people who who get <sighs> test positive and put them, you know, like oh, what that's so and awful. And it's more
1: than the steroids, but yes, you're right. Yep, yep, you're right. They will
0: find out whatever they can and put it out there. that's the headline story, but. You know, a few years later, we'll we'll let them call Sunday night games our headline mm. games and put that little fuck out God. there. Ha, what? I,
3: no. Oh, I know.
0: There's a million reasons that I that I loved ESPN as a college student. Not you know, that, No, I just I. They they. Nope. You're you're exactly right, Travis. Like why they would put that person yeah. out there and say. Let's listen to what his opinions are on the shortstop. It would be
1: enough for me to to, to not watch a gamer at least shut off when he's talking. and yeah. I, I know he's not in the booth or right. I know he's not in the booth or anything. And he's also someone that never um, uh, no teammate um, ever stuck up for him, and it's mm-hmm. a lot deeper than Derek Jeter and a. That's what she said. And, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but just uh, just really someone that has been seen as a bad human being with incredible talent. Yeah, there, we, we, we might know a couple other people yeah. like that.
2: The 2007 World Series was the Red Sox on the Rockies. and now That's that when I, he did it, huh? And, and now that I look at it, I'm somewhat questioning whether or not it was a ploy by the networks because the Red Sox had won their second World Series that year, and it was a 4 nothing sweep over mm. the Rockies. So, so was it like a boost? But he still had to announce it, right? He did. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if he was like... Yeah. Push. It's was his he, scheme. That no, has, he right. wasn't pushed. He was a fucking
1: douchebag. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Roddy. But but it goes in. to if he was pushed. To my point, the networks and everybody, you know, it's just like this gleeful. Oh, I don't see it. You know, ostrich head in the sand. My God, he was maybe the best cheater. Right. Yeah. We all know about McGuire and Sosa and less. He was and probably it, the most talented cheater. And and. And he was a Yankee and just everything about that. To hear him talk, the way he talks, it just rubs me the wrong way. That's what you said.
0: I I don't think he has one single ounce of self-awareness or... Like like th- well, why, I don't why, think why sh-
1: should you, if you're shielded from everything and right. the same networks and whatnot that threw you under the bus for years, now see a way to profit from you. Yeah. I mean, make no mistake, A Rod was vilified as as what we were talking about with the right. steroids. They talked about the chicken shit stuff where he like, you know, knocked the, the glove of yep. a person catch. Yep. All this you'll know, just he not a good teammate, not this, mm-hmm. but it just shows that, you know, let me just say that, let's say Alex Rodriguez was built like Bartolo Cologne or something sure. and just didn't have the looks. Let's be honest. Good yeah. looking dude, right? Sure. With a mad talent. Mm-hmm. That's just, you don't pass that up if you're in the business of making money. And there were people that would probably go home and say, God, that was the biggest prick ever, but he's my meal ticket. Yep. And again, I'm not, gonna, not uncommon in sports. No. Yep.
0: And I'm going to spoil my next baseball hero sure. by talking about... You guys know our, our favorite band, the the unofficial band of of Dropkick Murphys. Dropkick Murphys, right? So they sell a T shirt of that amazing scene where Jason Veritek uh, blasted uh, A Rod in the face with his yeah. catcher's yeah. mitt. Seriously? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, they do. Really? Yeah, I, need yeah. To I don't find know if that. they still do it or not. Uh, you know, I'll they, they may have that. moved out of their their, their lineup, but I, yeah. Was I mean, Jason? We'll just call it Jason Veritek's a hero of baseball for just. Fucking punching a rod in the face with his catcher's mitt. Yep, like he I got, did what
2: everyone wants to do. I got two things to add yeah. on Alex Rodriguez before we move on yeah. from that. One, Alex Rodriguez played for five years at the same time as my hero, Kenny Griffey Jr. in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And number two, I played in the same area that Alex Rodriguez would have played. Um, in Appleton, yep. so he played for the oh, Appleton Foxes Appleton when he was Fox. in minor leagues. Yep. That same stadium is uh, holds host to the Appleton East um, high school baseball team. Uh, I played third base, and uh, when we did infield warm-ups, uh, we would rotate over to the shortstop area for yep. some of our warm-ups. So I'd like... Back at that time, Alex Rodriguez wasn't a giant douchebag yet. Oh. So it was the this was the area that Alex Rodriguez roamed when he was in minor league cool. baseball. That is cool. But now it's not so But really, yeah, I get that. Really anyway So you got to think about that some that other he, people that roamed that area. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, That's I'll neat. have to dig some But Appleton Fox is Alex Rodriguez I uh, That's cool. That's a great area. story. That is cool. Very neat. Um Josh here. Yeah, my my villain. Again, this is the first time we've
0: done this, so it's it's low-hanging fruit, and it's easy. It's Barry Bonds. and 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 and, and I'll tell you why. Simply take all the, like, steroid scandal that he won't admit to. The guy took a record from one of the most classy, best individuals. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you. And that has been my point for Uh, a
0: long time. Yep. Yeah. You have Hank Aaron, who should be on the Mount Rushmore of not only good baseball
1: players, but good people. And Roger Maris, good guy, too. Right. Yeah. And, and Whose family came out and watched McGuire. Yeah. Like, is it going to be this night? Is it going to be this night? Because right. they were classic.
0: Yep, and Bonds took that away. I don't have to go into that for, you for, hit that for perfectly. a while, but that, that, that's why. And we, I, we,
1: I don't know if we mentioned it was on air or we, we were talking beforehand about Hank Aaron and how he, and how he handled... Mm -hmm. you know, the questions that he got. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's easy. But yeah, we're doing this again. I feel it should be a regular. Oh, Oh, 100%. For sure. As
1: as easy as it was for me to say, A-Rod. and I would put Barry Bonds a second. Now we got those out of the way, so it, it opens up for a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah, yep, hundred percent. I love this. I love this topic.
0: Yeah. Good. Uh, speaking of that, can we please talk about that Carlos Beltran quote that I think Justin you sent ah, out a long yes. time ago?
2: The the, the Carlos
0: Beltran Whoa. quote. Not to be too negative, like all in a row, no. but this needs to be talked about.
2: And I quote straight from Carlos Beltran: "I didn't stop it the same way no one stopped it." Referring to the cheating God. scandal that the Astros were dealing he with. A, a he, was, no, he, was he was a coach on that No, he was a player. player. He was a player. He was a player, and then he went to go coach uh, the, Mets? the Mets and then got fired Thank immediately you. before okay. he did. Good. So I didn't stop it the same way nobody stopped it. This is working for us. Why are you going to stop something that is working for you? So if the organization wouldn't have said something to us, we, we would have stopped it for sure. Yeah,
1: So so anyway... What were you saying, Justin? Uh, so uh, Carlos yeah. Beltran. You don't. Have to oh, repeat so it, but, no, no, no. Yeah. So no, everything just, you need had the to know. Yeah, or something.
2: Yeah, everything you need to know about the integrity of that piece of shit, it, and the organization uh. in which that piece of shit played for is within that quote. Yep. Uh, he it
3: was, acted. It was about,
2: working, so it's okay. It was working, so it's okay. It's no different it than amazing. the drug dealer who peddles. Uh, a shit ton of meth into the community and he is giving stuff to other dealers and he's making money it's the same it's the same principle it's the same principle It's it's a criminal enterprise is what it is it's it's and you're breaking and baseball rules nobody's right. dying but you are
1: breaking knowingly
2: rules. breaking it it's not like you walked into a facility and you didn't realize that you had to take your shoes off at the door before you walked in there this is something that you know is illegal you know is against the rules it is ingrained in the culture of the game, and it is obvious that it is uh, a violation, and you continue to do it anyway because you're winning games. Yeah.
1: So let me let me just uh, spin off this just a little bit. You take you mentioned drug dealer, right, mm-hmm. or whatever you're doing. Take a kid that grows up in a horrible environment, and just because of their circumstances either all or in part of the circumstances, they, 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 they go the wrong way. They're, they're, I'm sorry.
2: Josh pulled a piece of pizza off. Yeah, of I, I didn't even know we had it. We I, was, like, I was so confused. No, oh, you see my
1: professionalism. I'm like, oh, that's like eight days old, but I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> Jesus, I can almost see the you know, formaldehyde on it. Go up. But yeah, so... So let's take this person that, you know, you could look easily at. They've done a whole lot of wrong stuff. They spent a lot of time in prison, whatever, and rightfully or medium-wise, you know, they're just known as that person, right? Here's the difference from a fundamental ethical standpoint. This kid might have grown up in, like, a shooting gallery where there's gunshots every night in his neighborhood, no parents to speak of, and it's kind of a—you can connect the dots— asshole Beltron and the other people that think it, you don't have an excuse other than I'm a really wealthy, successful person that's cheating other people who who are doing it the right way. Did that make any sense to you? Yeah. There's no excuse for you to do what you did, fuckhead, where others do more heinous things. Let's be honest, if you're peddling meth or you're robbing stores, that's... 800 times worse than you but they actually might have kind of a reason. You douche, you can't do that stuff and still right. And and, and your excuse is so horrible. And and I'm not I'm not saying like a 13-year-old is going to hear that quote and automatically say it's okay to cheat, but but think about the message. That's what the message says. After this many years, I mean, you had a lot of time. To put together a great talking point. Even if you're the biggest fucking idiot in the world, get a public relations advisor or something. You said this when you said it? Are you kidding me? And
0: that is so perfect for the way that the people in that organization handled that thing and think about it. That's a micro of how they thought about it. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? Alex um, Bregman. They came out and said, yep, we're sorry. Now let's move on.
1: Right. well, well, wait, no, you, no, maybe you no. don't
0: decide when we move on, right? Exactly. We know you like, want to move on. Nobody in that, <laughs> from from what I've heard, no one in that that was a part of that has shown true contrition. Like, I can't believe that we did that. I I am ashamed of it. Yep. None of them have done that,
2: and that nope. is to, he is defending
1: it like because no, they want a like, World Series. It worked, you? Josh. Didn't you hear him? Jesus.
2: And and it wasn't like this wasn't uh, when Carlos Beltran was just breaking in the league or anything. He was already an established veteran, all star. Right. Oh God, it, it is that, so dude. icky and just
1: so good description, Coach. That was really uh. Yeah. Can you, we? You almost like did he really say that when he said it? That's right. the thing. Yeah. That's the kind of shit you say like two hours after you hear it. You're oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. you're just right. <laughs> fuck that dude. You've had yeah. a lot of time to come up with a better answer. Right. You want to get into something, Justin? Yeah, I want to talk about that
0: volleyball coach. Oh, sure. I really want. To I don't talk know a whole lot, lot about this, so I'm I'll let you I guys. Did, run I with did. I did do one.
1: some research, but we'll 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 start with um with was it Rutgers? Oh. Was it, that no, for starters. You know, no, it, uh, uh, it was Georgia, uh, not Georgia State, uh,
2: Grambling State University. Yeah, it was a, it was an all black. It was an all-black Grambling State University Volleyball coach. She was uh, a previous uh, player, had uh, some um, um, uh, experience coaching at Akron and some elsewhere places, got hired as Grambling State coach. Uh, Within a few months of her starting, she cut, revoked the scholarships of the entire team, the entire volleyball team all of them women's volleyball team but took get the get, all get, of the, get the reasons
1: which make you right. respect so, this right so she woman. she cuts
2: the, the and and yep. she goes back into and gives uh, scholarships to other players as she's come again uh she goes in and she uh, essentially says um so uh, let me reverse this back a little bit um, there were notations that the players were not participating at full speed hmm. after she got hired. There was a lot of slack. Slacking. Um, my notes say here whiny bitches talking about robbing the players of their chance to finish out their careers. Um, oh yeah. You know, getting this taken out. Juniors and seniors saying, "Well, I'm never. Go- I can't finish out my career here at Grambling State because they took away my scholarship." Oh
3: yeah.
2: Uh, but. What I found kind of fun about this and, you know, given modern society and the way Grambling State was um – this this coach is a uh, a black female she's a black, black female she, who has she, played college volleyball absolutely yep. so she's experienced it's not some you can't say that this is a racist thing that's nope. happening because nope. uh, or gender or gender because she's a female she she fits the She's played of the she, team. she checks the boxes she
1: and went she, to school there everything and she came in and said so, these girls feel entitled right and that they so, yeah.
2: Travion Scott, the uh, Grambling State University athletic director, said in a statement that, uh, quote, just as the transfer portal, portal empowers yes. student athletes, our coaches are also empowered to make the decisions they deem necessary to advance their programs. Oh. And, and,
1: and,
2: and, and 100% buy-in from the athletic program. Wow.
1: What What you just said, Coach, was the takeaway I had with two months ago or whenever I heard this my biggest buy and number one applaud the coach like crazy but mm-hmm. number 2 when i read it was maybe that exact quote was oh my god this coach has support now i don't know if the coach but- gave the 5 minute heads up this is what i want to do and green lit it mm-hmm. or just said this is what i did embrace it one way or another what an incredible statement and the reasons it wasn't it 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 became a cultural thing it sounds like yep. these players during the off season Expectations—they were being lazy, and lazy was a word that the coach used. Yes, in one article that I, read. I mean yep. used the word mm. lazy. The, so here is a person who some can say, well, she's trying to get national attention. Well, she got that and all that. But here is a person who is coming in, and I oh, fuck—I don't know how ratings go on women's volleyball gambling State University but, but, is oh, but, not a
2: volleyball powerhouse. Well,
1: I've never heard it before. But you are doing the right thing, and you are undoubtedly being in freshman, probably, or transfer. Or or this, but here's the thing. Well, that kind of takes away my point a little bit, and I just thought about that. You know, who knows? I mean, let's not pretend to understand women's college volleyball, but was there, you know, are there players that are like, I'm, you know, I'm at a power school, and, you know, I'm transfer portal for me, but... But I take it as she just wasn't gonna to tolerate slacking. Right. One and of, had the power to do it, and the athletic department didn't come out with some incredibly well done from the from the corporation counsel, the attorney or whatever. Mm-hmm. They just said Go on your own, yeah. You can go. Right. So uh, any school can pick you up and give you a scholarship, lazy one. Yeah, yep. Right.
2: So <laughs> so there was a player, and, and she was identified with her last name, Johnson. She um, said, All the ener- all the time, energy, yes, and yes. dedication I put into volleyball program here at Grambling State has right. been thrown right back in my face. My entire team has been robbed of our last years to play Perfect. the sport we love by a woman who has come in and disrespected and belittled Perfect. us from day one. No, you know what no, happened? No. All of these entitled uh, late teens, early 20-year-old bitches – And it comes with men, too. It's just this generation, they're entitled. You are given a scholarship, so all of a sudden it's, well, this needs to last all four years. It's not something that gets earned through my play. Scholarships are given to players who have shown that they are effective, who've shown that they fit the culture of the team, and show that they have the uh, ability to progress and have potential to to advance the program. Uh, there was and I'm trying to find it really here uh oh so how uh Howard and I believe he is the president of the university well, uh, I'll find it in a second she, she's his quote her, his quote is is great in this it's she's taking her whole her own coaching life into her hands too
0: because she's losing all of her players and bringing in new I ones know. It's like she may that
1: may completely would you, would you, fail. Would you pay to have just sat in on these? You're no longer here, right? I mean, I'm not that kind of guy typically, but if they had it coming, I'd just love to see the look on their faces, right? And how so, she did it. Yeah, so, that I'm, I'm presuming the sp- she did
2: it one by one, yeah. So, the sports communication director, um, says, uh, it's her quote, it's her decision to make. Sp- Speaking of the coach. Yeah. And she has some quality players coming on board. I think 13 or 14 are coming on board at some point. So I hate to say out with the old, but in with the new a little bit. Whoa.
3: Like this is something is, that, is that is completely not
2: bought in from the university and said, these women are not trying hard. They are sucking your university money. The- and Grambling State, Grambling State is not Ohio State. Grambling State is not UCLA, is not Stanford, is not these uh highly they're not they they don't have millions and millions and millions of dollars coming in right. from um from sponsorships and they don't football, have
1: and their football and basketball programs don't pay for the other sports right. like volleyball like right. some of these other schools so i i yeah. love
2: this Coach, every that sense is so good of
1: everything yeah. it's just
0: good nice fantastic all right since it's mother's day can we have a little mother's day moment and talk about mm. our Moms, Justin, talk about your own mom and not mine, if you Got don't mind. It. Okay. My and mom. I just wanted to, to talk about how our moms have influenced our love of sports because we're, and maybe it's in a, in a lot of ways, maybe just in a little bit of ways, but Travis, I know your mom has obviously influenced your, your passion for sports. Do yep. so you want to talk about that? Oh, I'd, I'd
1: love to. And we, we've we had mom on, and um, if you want to listen to her episode, go on our, our website and find a little out hard how do all do, that was. It's a little hard to Yeah, had we had some boat issues. Because of what?
2: Josh hasn't figured out the uh, microphones.
0: (laughs) I didn't know the microphones back then.
1: Yeah, so happy Mother's Day, Mom. Um, I I, I know I had to leave to do this podcast, and I hope you've gotten over that. But uh, (laughs) my mom, and I've said this uh, before, there was a a day I could throw a baseball pretty hard. But when you look at a, um, a woman who probably was in her, I don't know, 50s, late 40s at the time, could probably, we we, we joked, but it was serious. If you combine a mom and a son, we probably had the highest average pitch. She could throw the ball, mm. had a good arm, and was robbed of kind of uh, the opportunity in high school as far as like being a softball player and stuff, and just mm. because of her generation. Had a tremendous love for baseball, babysat for a Milwaukee Braves mm. uh, pitcher, just an unabashed... Uh, uh, supporter of her son, probably to a fault, thought I was a whole lot better than what I was, but that's what moms do. But um, yeah, just the love for the game. And I think that's probably why it's baseball, not other sports. It was the sport I, I played, but um, you know, just her being from Milwaukee, having that connection to the Milwaukee Braves, the multitude, multitude of Milwaukee Brewer games at, 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 at County Stadium, which kind of culminated with me hitting an age where I was, you know, getting a little bit older and the Brewers were, you know, in in the World Series. Uh, yeah, to this day, I mean, as recently as August, you know, uh, Mom and I went out to Pittsburgh to watch the Brewers play Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. We were standing right next to each other in game one of the the Brewers-Braves uh, series last year, which we know went to shit. We saw the Brewers' last win last year together. Yeah. It's just, it goes on and on and on, and, uh, you know, Mom is... If I've been to 29 out of the 30 stadiums, I I think we counted. Mom's been to 16 of them with me. So, love you, mom, and and thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, it's great that it continues on
0: too to go to those stadiums. Yeah. So my mom was never like a like a made like a big time sports fan. She didn't follow football, baseball, really anything like that. But for whatever reason, she loved tennis. Like loved tennis. So we watched really
2: Boris Bjork or Boris Bjorkman or Boris.
1: Boris Becker
0: from Boris Becker. Boris Becker. Yeah, yep. so she was a huge Yvonne, Yvonne Lendl fan for whatever reason. I love Lendl. So we always watched the McEnroe, the Connors, the Lendls, the Yannick Noahs. Um, really? Oh, cool. Lo- lo- every major every major tennis tournament was on in the house, and we watched it. Like, tennis? Yep. Yep. That's cool. Loved it. Yep. And she played racquetball, I guess. So maybe that was like the, the thing. So mm. she played like yep. tournaments at the YMCA's and all that kind of stuff. Where, where and, was that at? What town? Or? So I think she played racquetball in like Barron because we yep. grew up in
1: Texas So she'd go up to Barron to play tournaments. Really? There. Yeah, absolutely. So well, That's neat. Yep. So, so I'm, tennis. It, it's funny that you bring that bring that up because those were the years where I was into tennis. Yeah,
0: it was, it was a big deal back then neat. with like... Um, Martina Navratilova, Navratilova. And, oh, yes. and Steffi Graf and all that where it was was a huge thing, mm-hmm. and then it, it sort of it's so it's so funny because when I went to college, I finally got to watch you know a lot of baseball and all that, and, and of course my mom and she got this huge crush on um, Omar Vizquel. The oh, uh, yes. the shortstop for the Indians yeah. and that was when the Indians were, were just great you know wow. they went to the World Series and all that so she would literally call me in college and we would talk about the Indians and baseball and Bartolo Colon and how great the pitching was and all that Bartolo. yeah yeah he's gonna in go into seventy yeah yeah right so it was just it was just weird to have that I'm like talking baseball to my mom on the phone in college right. while I have a middle light in my hand yep. and, and all that so it, it was great and yeah. nice that's That's cool. cool yeah very nice
2: so my my mom never like influenced my love for sports she wasn't like the driving factor of me getting into sports or or enjoying it it's just one of those things that naturally developed but she was always supportive of everything that i did in sports so every baseball game every football game that i played in that i was involved in she was there um, when I would umpire in um, little league games, mm. you know, in high school, umpiring the little, uh, she went to those so when you She would umpire? be, she would be out really? there. She'd be supportive and maybe not watching every game, but at least there in in the ballpark, yeah. um, you know, always there. So it was always the the support that I got while I was playing, while I was doing these things. And you know, of course, like any any. Good mom of sports, uh, of sports kids. You know, we would go to games, and that at that time yeah. it was County Stadium, and you know Lambeau Field, and when before the Atrium was built, when it was truly the Bowl. And uh, I remember a
3: couple of those, but
2: I I always yeah. remember uh, you know being out on the field and looking up, and it would be it would never. Ever be a time where I would look up and not see my mom there? Yeah, like yeah. The, every single sporting event that I, even the away games and like fucking football in high school, playing scrimmages at Waukesha a full hour away, and the kid and she was always there. So, did you notice it at the time, or do you look back and realize shit, mom was
0: at every one? It was, it
2: was one of those things where late in high school, um, like late junior and then senior year, where it looked back and like you you both know me i wasn't a physical specimen <laughs> and in high school there was no like going to play college ball right. so high school ball was it so it was still, you know as still as i was going there as i was playing these games like these this is my clock is ticking down these are the last games i'm ever going to play in mm. in like organized sports like this and you always looked up and like they, they were always there
3: Yeah,
2: like me. my parents were always there and my mom was always there and it was just it it's one of those cool things where um you know, hopefully I'm I'm able to do that with my kids too. Right. Yeah. That's uh, great. That's That's awesome.
1: That's great. Great stories, guys. Good
2: stuff. So slightly off topic, but still on topic. I I happened to click into Twitter there like a minute and a half ago or two minutes ago. The very first thing at the top was Foolish Baseball, and they had a quote. This was 58 minutes ago. They posted, Christian Yelich, if you're reading this, No pics of mom today. Just don't do it. I know you're proud of her. I love my mom too. There just don't need to be any pics of your mother on social media today. Just tell her how much you love her in private (laughs) without posting mom pics. That is hilarious. (laughs) Christian Yelich's mom is hot. We know that. Oh, yeah.
3: Hot. Hot. yeah. So they, it was really that's ironic great. that was at the top of the feed as we're starting this <laughs> that off. That is, oh, <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Oh, my God, <laughs> Christian Yelish's mom. And you go in the comments, <laughs> and there's pictures of Christian Yelish's mom all over the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. there you yeah. go. God bless America. Yeah, that's-
0: Thank all you, right. Elon Musk. Yeah. All, right, all right, let's do uh what do you got? Something else, Travis? Are no. you on? All right, why don't we do our dumb athlete quote? Yes. We, we have to get into that. We're actually we getting down there, guys. Yeah, we're doing – yeah. We're getting there. Alright, I'll start out with a dumb athlete quote, and I'll, as usual, go to Twitter. Dennis Rodman has a Twitter. <laughs> he's also very friendly with North Korea. <laughs> oh boy. so yeah, there she is. Uh <laughs> so apparent
1: apparent <laughs> looked younger than him for that. No, he's right? yeah. just a peanut.
0: She's she could rival front row Amy for some certain characteristics. Oh, God. Anyway, no. um,
1: Better, yes. than better, better. Ways. That yeah. is a natural yeah. beauty. Question. Okay.
0: Apparently, there's a Korean American missionary named <laughs> missionary named Kenneth Bay who's like, t- you know, like held by the North Koreans back in 2013. <sighs> Dennis Rodman thought it would he he could appeal to the North Koreans. Not to so. be uh, confused
1: with beer beermeier.
0: No, Biermeier, uh, Kenneth
1: yeah. Bay is his name. Beermeier. Bier, oh, I'm sorry. Rodman's tweet.
0: I'm calling on the supreme leader of North Korea, or as I call him, Kim, to do me a solid and cut Kenneth Bay loose.
2: <laughs> oh, good Lord!
1: Oh, my God! Why haven't we seen that?
0: Just <laughs> do me a. Why haven't we seen, seen that? Do me a Kim, solid, hey Kim. Do me a solid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you know, my so two God. things. I know this is your deal, but two things. You go. <laughs> Number one, Otto Warmbier was the guy's name. Okay. Um, That is a horrible story that just exposes them for the criminal, horrible leadership they have. And number two, along those same lines, I can be all with Dennis Rodman's antics all day long. But when you went to North Korea, it was a borderline treasonous act. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. So can I go with mine? Yeah, please. Matt Millen, who we've (laughs) we've lost.
3: He died?
2: What? Didn't he? Matt Millen is dead?
1: No, please. Hold on.
2: Well, I mean,
0: I didn't know pretty he pretty died. Sure. Oh, one of the worst color commentary guys of all time.
2: Nah, Matt Millen's still alive. I'm going to research those. Thank <laughs> All right. He had, like, cancer or something. Matt mm-hmm. Millen had some a medical issue. Oh.
1: Anyway. Anyway. Matt Millen, you know, he was a former NFL linebacker, and that's yeah. maybe where he should have stopped his career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he was talking about uh, Joe Jacoby, um, you know, another good player back in the day. He said, "To win, I'd run over Joe's mom too." <laughs> After Redskins linebacker Joe Jacoby stated he'd run over his own mom, so Matt is saying, "I'd run over his mom too." It's kind of funny. So put that in whatever category you want, and I'm gonna do some research as to who actually so. did die.
2: Matt Millen was diagnosed with amyloidosis, amyloidosis, I, I get that, but a I'm very sure. rare disease in 2017. Huh. Yeah. Uh, in his case, uh, it affected his heart, yeah. which was operating at about 30% Was capacity. he ever on life support? Uh, so he had a heart transplant in 2018 oh. to allow him to survive. Okay. okay so,
0: so yeah, it's I'm sure serious, there was some but, life support in oh, that. Man, is he a bad announcer. Yeah, he's no, terrible. He's so he, was manager,
1: he was a worse general manager. a worse general manager. But yeah, bad announcer. Right, yeah. Although or, it, it, he proves that you can draft 40 wide receivers in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, fuck.
2: Justin. So my dumb athlete quote isn't, it's dumb, it's kind of funny, but it's something that you couldn't say now. So that's sort of how my sure. construction of dumb athlete. Okay. Yep. It's from Tiger Woods. Huh. <laughs> Hockey is a sport for
1: white men. Basketball
2: yeah. is a sport for black men. Oh. Golf is a sport for white men dressed as black pimps.
1: Tiger Woods really what? said that? Word. No. Have you verified that through another Word. source? Yes. I, trust, I trust you like a brother, but... Twice.
3: They don't dress really like... That?
1: No. Let, let, let me say this. This just goes to show you how you can manipulate the media as you want it. Because they decided that's not a quote that we want people to know that Tiger said. Right. Tiger's worth $8 trillion to Nike and networks. That's let that quote like never be said. Right. That sucks.
0: That oh, sucks. Oh, man, that's awful.
1: And I'm not saying it from the over sense of he has a right yeah, yeah, to yeah. whatever, but let's be honest. If Anybody, Fuzzy Ziller, you know, when he talked whoop. about the collard greens and whatnot, Whoops. or these other idiots, yeah, some people can get away with different things. Oof. So, okay. All right. Where are we at? The Zlatan
0: Ibrahimovic arrogant Arrigan. athlete quote of the week. Of course, I'm going to go to Zlatan. This is actually a recent Zlatan quote. He was talking about his time in MLS. He very simply said, "I'm the best player in MLS history." Now, I honestly, I didn't know if that was true or not. I know he played a couple years in MLS. Was he really the best ever? I, I looked at some lists. <laughs> On one list of the top 25, he wasn't even named. And another list, he was number two. So I don't know, you know, who knows. But some of the other names on there, you know, where your are David Beckhams and, and, and those guys, I think if you asked any of those guys about their time in MLS, I don't think a single one of them would have said, yeah, I was the best player in MLS history. Only Zlatan would sit back and say, I was the best in the history of MLS. So good on you, Zlatan. More of the same from him.
3: That's that's
0: great. That's, yeah,
2: jeez. I have found nothing to dispute Tiger Woods saying that quote,
1: buddy. I no, and I'm not questioning you, but it just further enhances my intense hatred for the media. And I follow, as we all do, things fairly closely. And short of it just being a one-off where nobody covers it, this that was a really crazy quote mm-hmm. that gets covered. None. Like it should be. That yep. wasn't. Yep. But it's out there.
2: My arrogant athlete quote. God damn it, bastards! My arrogant athlete quote comes from uh, a person who died in the Kobe Bryant uh, helicopter crash. A uh, helicopter crash that tragically took uh, Kobe Bryant, um, his daughter, and some other. Well, people. All those other people that yeah. you know, the other were people humans. Really, That's all we know. Really, we don't
1: know their names. I mean,
2: we're we're not. It's not confirmed that there were actually other people on board. I mean, it's said. Yes. But um, they're uh, whatever. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. These young guys are playing checkers. I'm out there playing chess.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. gross. Gross. He was a gross. He was a gross human being. Gusting. That's not turn him into anything that he's not one of the best basketball. But one of the top ten of all time. How right. do you dispute it? Maybe top five, by, but not a good human being. By the way, he's Justin,
0: do you remember when when we were talking about Trevor Bauer and how it really takes a lot, you know, to mm-hmm. like charge out a sexual assault? Kobe Bryant got charged out. He got and it charged went out to trial.
2: Out. Yeah. So, um, yep. Whatever. I'll just leave it out there. But he bought his wife a giant
1: ring. Which oh, during oh, the press okay. conference,
0: which during the. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Do we all do our arrogant quotes or Travis, you got one yet? Travis. Right? So this, I think this
1: is more of a funny one and it also brings up Good. a maybe we should do funny athlete quotes because I think there's a few out there. I didn't know how to categorize this, but I, I got to share it. Steve Spurrier, God, we love Steve oh. Spurrier, right? <laughs> oh, I love Steve Spurrier. Now, I don't know if this was a 100% joke or if an Auburn dorm fire took place. Steve was the coach of the Florida Gators at this time, and I don't know if he told this story about the Auburn dorm fire, ha, ha, funny, funny, or there was one, hmm. but here is Steve quote, that in the Auburn dorm fire, 20 books had been wrecked, and he says the real tragedy was that 15 hadn't been colored in yet.
3: Ugh. Oh, oh God. yes.
1: And, yes, I remember that from, like, 20 years ago being an issue, like, on ESPN. So, yeah. He ain't wrong. <laughs> I think it was a joke from the start. I think he sure. phrased it as a, did you hear about the Auburn dorm story? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they lost 20 bucks. And that's really funny yeah. shit. Yeah, good for it. And him. a good burn. Like, you know, we all know... Florida's high academic <laughs> standards <laughs> for his football team. Yeah. If you get a doctorate from Florida, like, yeah, you earned it. But if you were a football player who was a five-star recruit,
0: yeah, yeah, they enrolled scholars <laughs> coming through <laughs> Spurrier's don't.
1: program. No. Aaron Hernandez <laughs> yeah. is all you have to say. All right. Yeah. I can come up with a couple other ones, but most of them are the Hurricanes, in uh-huh. the same state. Yeah. yeah true. Oh shit.
2: Oh, did I call Aaron Hernandez a, a Gator? He oh, no, he was. He was with Tim Tebow. Went to Florida? Yeah, uh, you, you were said right. her, you said hurricanes. No, I said most myself. of those people
1: came. Yeah, from, you right. you those you got, came for yeah, hurricanes. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I think the Gators had probably had more questionable people than was. Miami. Maybe.
2: Let's go on to a Bruce Davis.
0: Yes. Bruce,
1: so someone
2: want to explain a Bruce Davis for me? Bruce Davis, I got a problem with you people, and I'm going to tell you about it. Just leave it right there. We 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 draw this from Seinfeld.
0: Yeah, a bitch about that we have about sports. Sports. Yeah.
2: I'll I'll start out with
0: one, and it comes from a picture that I sent you guys a while back when I was down in Houston. If you're a grown-ass adult and you put your own name or
1: a nickname of someone on a jersey, yeah. you have fucking problems. should be allowed in the stadium. They should have the power at either the security gate or the scanning gate to remove you. And if they mess up, an usher should be able to remove you.
0: Right, yeah. If, if you're like going into a Bulls game and you have the name O'Neal on the back of your jersey, like, wait a second. We don't have an O'Neill on this team. You're going to have to leave.
3: Yes,
1: you can, can We don't want you. Your type is right, not and well especially compared. if you put the number one on the back of it, or sixty-nine. 69. You beat me to it. Yeah, yeah. Mitch, sixty-nine. Oh, that right. is just what, great. What if
2: I, when I, uh, actually, it would be you when you lose the Justin Fields bet that we have. Oh, when God. you buy me a jersey and it, you make it an authentic one that's personalized and you sure. say from Josh on the back and number one, is that okay? Or is that just playing Those are off? Different the rules. Rules. That's, that's, that's different. That's different. Uh, and apples and oranges, you, buddy. You guys that's know funny. where this came from. I
0: was in Houston yes. I'm walking around. Yeah. This is this year. This is just yep. a month ago. Yeah. And there was a guy in wherever it was with a Houston Astros really nice looking jersey and it said Sho on the back of it. S H O W Raya. I mean Carlos Correa while he is a member of the twins.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
0: oh. First of all, you bought a jersey that said Shorea, which is lame as it is, but you're continuing to wear it after the guy left the team. This, is a, this guy was my age. Yeah, no business. No, no no business. Anyway, Bruce DeVist.
2: It, what, what do you got? Justin? I got a Bruce Davis. Go. Uh, when you're buying tickets to a game, now all of this shit is online because that's the way it happens. Yeah. And uh, I have found that things like Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, you are the modern-day street scalpers of tickets. No different. 100%. Um, you look at SeatGeek and, or Ticketmaster, and you see the event. Uh, you find your event. I don't know. Let's say... The uh, Minnesota United soccer match against uh, FC Cincinnati. I don't know if they, you know, happened to play last night. Um, you look and you see that you can buy a ticket for $35. This is pretty cool. 35 bucks to get into a professional soccer match. That's awesome. Oh, wait. But then when you click on the ticket, you add it to your mm-hmm. cart, and then you see that there are $20 worth of fees incorporated. Mm-hmm. For that each thing. ticket. For each ticket, yeah. Not every just one ticket. One. Every ticket. Uh, we recently purchased some uh, tickets to go see the Milwaukee Brewers face the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates oh. at uh, uh, in in PNC Bank Field or in uh, PNC Bank Field yep. uh, in Pittsburgh. Good work, yeah. And uh, our tickets were whatever face value. Um, the team itself charged us twelve dollars a ticket oh, in fees and Pirate Bucks. Which is just the, their way of uh, oh. saying it's a fee, but we're going to make it sound cute. Oh. Fuck off.
1: Just put it out there. This is what it costs. People yeah. will you know deal, what? deal with I'd,
2: I'd I, much rather pay $10 over face value from a scalper on the street and him say, yeah, I'm just trying to make a buck. Right. As opposed to them advertising it at uh, face value and then yeah. charging you and, and, oh,
1: by the way, it, it's based on the percentage of what the ticket price is. Right. So I went to the Final Four with my daughter, and the first day Saturday so is always cool. a big number because you have four fan bases in a place. And I learned my lesson from 2018. In 2018, I bought the entire weekend. I bought Saturday and Monday at the same time. And I learned in between, well, no, wait till two fan bases bow out, and you're mm. going to get cheaper for the, for the final game. So anyway... Um, you know, the, the, let's just say the low end uh, the prices for the final four for this year with Duke, North Carolina, um, Kansas and Villanova were maybe unprecedented, right? So you have those fan bases and then they, they charge a per ticket fee and a convenience fee. And before you know it, what was already a, oh, my God, it's like, I'm not sure I can still go. It's it's. Uh, yeah. The, the point is, the point is well taken. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, just, I would like there to be, you know, it's not like our Congress people shouldn't be doing better in different things because they mm-hmm. should be, and but they don't. I would love it. There just to be a, some kind of some way, a federal rule that says this is out the door price right now. Click on it. Yeah. And it happens with airlines. It happens yep. with, you know, like seat selection, it. you know, I booked a recent flight. If you want to sit next to your spouse or your companion, um, I, I really have to pay $13 extra for a middle seat next to her seat that's an aisle at $23. Right. I get it. It's how you make them. I put in the fucking ticket price. Put it on the price. Exactly. Okay. All right. Oh, I, I think it's my turn, right? Yes. Joe West has a podcast.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, no. Yes, he does.
1: And you know yes, what it's called? Some about. It's called Joe West and then a four-digit number of the amount of games he's umpired. I think it's in the 5,000s, but don't hold me to it. Uh-huh. So I got this info from Rich Eisen, and he really didn't like the idea of Joe West having a podcast and will never watch it, and he said all the things that I'd like to say, but he said it a lot better than I did and basically laid into him as a... You were the reason that some umpires have become show people. You want to be the game versus umpire the game. You are an attention whore. You're this, you're that, the other thing. And I think the good news is this, is that I don't know what kind of capital investment you have to have for the Joe West podcast. And I know the guy can probably tell some stories that are interesting and cool. He'd been there forever. My God, he's seen a lot of baseball. And if he'd done it the right way, God, I think I would love to hear from an umpire that would share stories that you can share. I don't know if he's going to go that well because I think Joel, number one, I don't think he's respected by the players. I don't think he's respected by the management. The umpires union protected him for a lot of antics. Um, You know, uh, I think, uh, I think Joel West, you know, financially, I mean it's not like he's looking to make ten million bucks or something, but it it really kinda goes to who Joe West is. So for for, for our millions of listeners, um, if if this can tilt the, the needle a little bit, please, please don't listen to Joe Goddamn West. He might have some good stories. He almost for sure has some good stories, but he did more damage to baseball than he ever he ever did good.
2: Joe West has one podcast available on Apple Podcasts.
1: Is there a number? that says five thousand something. Yeah, right?
2: it's fifty four
0: sixty. Yeah, you know yeah. what Joe West is? Yeah, Do you guys remember cool. the uh, Bernie Mac movie, Mister Three Thousand?
2: Yes. Do you remember Filmed that? Filmed at Miller Park.
0: Yep, he was a no. brewer. He. No. It's a
2: bad yeah. movie. It's not a good movie, but it's okay. not. And no, hold on. It's not bad. It's not good. It's either. Not good. It's it's a movie that you can watch. While well, drunk. Yeah, and the inspired.
0: whole point is that it's Beardly. about a baseball player who got his 3,000th 3, 3, hit in the middle of a, a pennant run or a pennant oh. race. He retired. And then retired, left his whole team, and, and then banged through on calculations. Yep, on Mr. 3000, sold cars and all that, and that's Joe West.
2: Yeah, it was through calculations he only actually had 2,999, and
0: then he had, to, then he had to come back and play. yeah. 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 That's Joe West.
2: It's Joe West. Joel West is a douchebag. Uh, Joe West also defended uh, Angel uh, her or Angel Hernandez. Hernandez in the terrible, terrible game between um, the, the, Brewers and and the Brewers and the Phillies, Did where Schwarber got uh, boosted or outed yep. or uh, we all out. know
1: Schwarber's a hothead, right? Uh, Joe
2: West said, oh, actually, damn. through internal numbers, um, Angel Hernandez rated a 96 out of 100. Absolute bullshit. Yeah. Absolute that that
1: that's a lie or misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. I had written this down before I watched this Joe West Rich Eisen video this morning. So I'm gonna take thirty seconds, please. My initial Bruce to this was a call for licensing of all sports talk in public bars when you know nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Know your know your place. Stay in your lane. If you don't know anything, keep your voice low enough to so you're just talking to your friend next to you.
0: Love it. All right, Something that makes us happy about sports, and I'm gonna start out. Mine's maybe kind of cynical, but god damn, it just it made me laugh when I saw it, and I thought this has to be my anti Very little things make me as happy as when, like in a baseball game. Could be any any sporting event, but baseball in particular, because they have a lot of crowd shots and, and fans. Right. When they show fat people eating junk food in the crowd
2: damn right that fucking video can show me all day long.
0: when they've got a
1: There's three no, shortage of Milwaukee stuff. no Not... when they've
0: got a 350 pound dude just
2: filling his face with nachos from a from a helmet yes you've got you've oh. got one hand with the nachos or the hot dog or something the like beer. that the beer's the, the beer yep. well the beer is in the cup holder because he can't. Oh, there's yeah, a there's a yeah. spot for it. He's got the, the nachos or the bratwurst or something, yep. the the uh, nachos, the uh, 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 waffle fries that have all of it. In <laughs> the other hand, he's got the helmet full of the ice cream, yep. and yep. it's not just fucking ice cream. It's ice cream. You've got sprinkles. you got syrup. There's like 18 cherries on the top. And oh, yeah. you know
1: and, and you know the best part yes. is you'll see... After the price, which is like twenty three dollars. those show the calories. I want you to tell me one person in Wisconsin that's ever given two fucks less about the calories. Yeah, <laughs> never, ne- no, never. No, none, none. Hundred percent. It could eighty thousand. No. You, you fifty fifty chance you'd eat them or oh fuck, give it to me.
2: Right, right. No, nah, no, nah, that's bullshit. There's, no, there's no way there's sixteen hundred calories in this hot dog. Give <laughs> it to me. I don't know if I don't try. It. I'm piling on fucking everything on that shit too.
0: Yep. Yep. Hundred percent. I just love it. They never find a fitness buff piling into a pretzel. Uh, there either. They, no, <laughs> no, no. No. You
1: see the you see the three old Milwaukee fan. He's got like a Cecil Cooper T-shirt. Yep. On. This
2: this brings back an instant memory. Do you remember going uh, at the Eau Claire Express game mm-hmm. when we were sitting there and uh, yes, I had purchased I know tickets what you're about. and we looked over and there were uh, fit. Uh, the fiddle elite people. people that were sitting there, and they were literally counting the calories of the stuff they were eating. They, they, they said they more. couldn't have the beer because they they eat ate something before and their calories are so they're just drinking water. And, are these yeah, they people. they went they were in the lower section, like right up against right the field. Goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, watching a. Local uh, Northwoods League game, and they were talking about counting calories and how they were going to have to you, work you, you, out you, harder you because they them? eat. Yes. Yes. yes,
1: yes. How many? Oh, well, there there's were, probably seven of them, and, and, and these, they were all yes, part leads. of the, this conspiracy.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think they left in about the fourth inning because they said they needed to get, get a good night's sleep.
2: Yes, they needed to get a good night's sleep. It was 7 o'clock. Uh, Do you sense no, that they, they were like
0: the leadership of Fiddley, where they, they, they were in the gear? Yeah. Yeah. I happen to know for a fact they were the leaders. So, so
1: they, they, they were taking their show on the road. and. Yep. Oh, yeah. God.
0: Yep. Look. Yeah, oh I think God. they ordered hot beef sandwiches, but didn't eat the bun.
2: No, they didn't eat the bun. They took the forks and they were eating. They took the top of the bun. I remember seeing at least two of them. They took the top of the bun off. They had their forks and they were picking it off the bun and they threw the bun away. Yep.
1: Yep. Hundred
3: percent.
1: I hope they get hit in their bikes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Those are the people that have heart attacks when they're
1: forty-eight it years happens. old. It Shames. happens. Shame, yep. Justin.
2: What do you got for an anti-brucevist? My anti is when you're walking into our, or. To the stadium from a parking lot mm. from um you know somewhere where you have to you park either off site or in a lot backward you're walking up and you're seeing your fellow man walking to the event wearing the the uniform the jersey okay. yep. a scarf a hat whatever it is and just the sense of hope like yeah we can win this game um I'm, I'm with you. Just the yeah. excitement of going in, like yeah. even if you're zero and twelve for the season, you're walking in like, "Hey, we've got some hope to win this one." Their main players hurt, or somebody's not playing tonight, or whatever it may be. I a true I,
1: fan that's convincing them this is worth doing. Yes,
2: every I have.
1: You, you're talking about the feel the feeling of camaraderie. Yes, yeah. the
2: camaraderie, the excitement, the hope. The yeah. this is our team. We can win today, and I, and I.
1: I, Not the guy that's talking like an idiot in the bar. The person right. that's really yeah.
2: And I've experienced this most in Minnesota, hmm. uh, Uh-oh. at the Uh-oh. Minnesota United hmm. uh, soccer match or at soccer games. I've experienced this most with soccer fans. Well, because they have two games a month, two home games a
0: month out there. It's a big deal when you have a home game.
2: Oh no! They yeah, play huh. more
0: often no, than that,
2: they only play like once a week.
0: I bet he could uh, have numbers
1: that prove you wrong, Josh.
2: Okay. I I went to the first five home games of Minnesota United within a month and a week. Okay. So, uh, but no, it it happens most uh, most often at soccer matches or baseball games. Football, I've seen a little bit less. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe because I'm more drunk going into games at football games but yeah. uh just that camaraderie the the sense of yes we're the excitement going into it that yeah. yes no, that's fair.
1: love it Good. how about high-fiving other sports team in an opposing venue I just say mm. that i was lucky enough to be part of a uh, packers overcoming a tremendous dallas cowboy lead in 2014 at jerry world mm. go pack go you couldn't walk two feet without slapping hands with a packer fan Kind of neat. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yep. and because we're Packer fans, we're we, we're not complete assholes that's like true. the role reverse the opposite. You know, so back to differ
0: on that, but that's fine. You're an asshole because you're a, go
1: I'm to Lambeau
0: Lambe as a Bear fan and you'll find out that they're not as nice as you think they are. Who to Soldier Field? No, no, no. no, no. Uh, let me just. Yeah. I'm, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying don't think that you're you selling a bunch of angels. Ah, no, 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 no,
1: no. no, no, no. I, I'll say this: a couple things. Um. If you're a Bears fan, there—that's you're separated a little bit from the Viking or Alliance fan. If anybody mistreats you simply for wearing the team colors, fuck them. They're an embarrassment. That is my number one hatred. Okay, now so my question becomes this: How often, how many people, I would put the Packers because I've heard it. From people that say Lambo's really good place to be an opposing, they don't give you much shit. So mm-hmm. I I don't doubt it happened no, to you, I, yeah. but how many people was it? How many people acted inappropriately no, towards you? So, <laughs> so and, and and here I'll
0: i defend the Packer fans. When I went there once, it was great because we sat down with the old fans, you know who, and, and the Bears killed them. It was the, right. the Bears went to, so there wasn't a whole lot of shit talk. the The second time I went was um, with you, wasn't it? Were you there? No, it wasn't with you. Um, it was when the uh, the Packers beat the Bears to go into the playoffs and ended up winning the Super Bowl. Um, oh. so it was a highly charged event, and I get that. I got some shit. I understand that completely. But you shouldn't. You have to
1: take shit either. No, I don't and, like no, that. And, I don't and, like though. It's good natured. No, just no, 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 no. no I don't the, like that. for the
0: most part. But but it happens regardless. But I'll, I'll give you that. Like if you're like a. a a Charger fan coming into Lambo, you're not going to get a whole lot of shit because nobody fucking cares. Oh, don't I get
1: care. that. I don't care.
0: So no, no, no. I'm just saying it does happen, but it's 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 rare at, at Lambo. And the first time I went was fine, but there was a little bit of edgy, okay. edginess to them. It that, it, that it, that's
1: it, too bad. But 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 again, I think if you take it as a whole, the people yeah. that are going to Lambo are going to really be much nicer to you. And oh, by the way. Their worst behavior is probably reserved for Bears fan. If there's bad behavior to be exhibited, it's going to be Bears mm-hmm. one. Probably not. Probably even Cowboys two or something like oh, that. Yeah. I'm not even so sure it'd be Viking, right? Because that, uh, that's our no, Western State thing, pluses. you know. Yeah,
0: and I'm sure you'd probably get the same thing at like a Saints Falcons game or something. Like if you walk into the into the Superdome or wherever they play now in a Falcons jersey, you're probably going to get shit. Like it's going to be bad. Yeah, you-
1: I think you're right. Yeah, I yeah.
0: agree. Anyway, all right. Um, how about a douche of the week?
1: Well, I'm going to go real quick for my anti-Bruce and it is quick. Oh, I'm quick. sorry. I, I, yeah, that was um, off. Officials in sports who are doing the right thing for the right reason that makes sports possible. The assholeism has only increased. It's always been bad, especially with parents. For people that are doing it, that aren't on a power trip, most aren't on a power trip, mm. and almost none are making money. <clears throat> um, um, behave. Treat them right. Your kid's not a professional athlete. They're not a professional umpire. They're not a professional referee. Uh, I think most are doing it for the right reasons. Just behave and, and, and thank them. You know, we, we you, you see the, Jesus, one thing Amy and I do every year, we watch depending on where the final four and or where the, the opening mm-hmm. NCAA will watch either the girls or the boys basketball. Um, the last two years, it was very noticeable for ad campaigns, A, to behave in sports, they had a couple mm-hmm. PSAs, and then they have the um, "We need officials back." Yeah. So there's a reason for that, and I think mm-hmm. I think and that what what happens there it, it makes the good people this isn't worth it.
0: I'm gonna tell you guys a quick story. Sure. So just last week, my uh, Jack, my son, plays baseball. He's on like the whatever seventh grade, seventh yeah. and eighth grade teams. Mm-hmm. They have no ump's. They had yeah. no ump's, so they put out a notice like to the parents of the players, like, does anyone want to ump? I'm like, yeah, I, I can keep book, but and my co- the coach sends a text, like, can you ump the bases? Mm. I'm like, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, how do you say no, though?
0: I, I didn't. I said, sure, I'll do it. I'm, I'll do it. Literally never umped a game in my life. So I, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I went over to the coach. It was Oliva Strom was the other coach. I, I went over there. i like... Just so you guys know, and the 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 behind-the-plate coach was an eighth grader. And I'm like, just so you know, this is uh, Ben. He's my ump. I've literally never done this before. You guys have, if I blow something, I'm going to blow it. Come and talk to us. We'll, we'll get it covered. And being out there on the field umping a game, so unbelievably stressful. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible. I'm looking into the sun. I can't see shit. It's horrible. I, uh, uh. I'm trying to ump, like, second base, and a ball ticked off a pitcher's glove, and I ran into their shortstop. Yeah. And, and yep. the, the, the kid was – I fucked up the whole play, and I had to make, like, one close call, and I'm, like, safe. And the, the coach is like, Dah! and then I threw up his hands. I'm like, dude, I got
1: – I know. Look safe
0: to me. I don't fucking know. Yep. I, I missed a, an infield fly rule. I'm not paying attention. to That I say, shit.
3: 14, so,
2: 15, 16, and 17 year old. I umpired baseball games,
1: and parents are terrible. I yeah, did, I, I, I did terrible. Babe Ruth. Uh, 14 and 15 year old. Yeah,
0: I, I didn't get any shit. Like they, they were. I'm glad I went and told them ahead of time. Like I don't know what I'm doing. Just so you know, but the stress in, of that. I have so much respect for umpires.
1: Like you're gonna fucking miss calls. Like and I again, get it. and it falls into the same goddamn category. Take take Packer fans you got a team of maybe however many, that one parent on each team. Right. Maybe there's two. Maybe they feed off each other. They just, and, and yeah, yeah. That, that, that's interesting that you said. I remember I was, um, God, I was maybe 19. I was either 18 or 19. And I did some linesman work for DeLong Middle School games mm-hmm. and I will not give his name it was actually a teacher I had going through the long. he was coaching one team and he yelled at me and I think he was right I messed up but he yelled at me which was wrong and I'll to this day I remember just feeling two inches tall yeah. and this is this was middle school whatever and I know there was yelling and whatnot and it's a tough tough deal and so, when,
0: when you're trying to watch for a buck, yeah. when you're trying to watch every little thing, uh-huh. you're the only guy. What are your
1: expectations? You've got, you've got a team of kids that are learning and growing and in a lot of ways suck, And yeah. you want your, but you need your umpires to be 100% perfect. It's yep. like, you know, 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 know your place,
0: folks. All I want is just, just pay attention. That's all I try to do, and I'll do the best yep. I can. Yep. So, yep, exactly. All right, douche of the week. I'll start. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, boy. A couple of weeks ago, he uh, hurt himself somehow coming off the field, pulled a calf, hurt his shin or whatever. The general. In Everton, comes off the field, there's a, a 13-year-old kid recording him with his phone. For no reason whatsoever, Ronaldo walks by, slaps the
1: phone out of his hand. No reason whatsoever, just knocks it out of his Think hand. of his fame and success and that was what he thought was okay to do. Huh?
0: Yep and that and that was that was cool. Now of course the mom makes a big deal about it. My son was assaulted yeah, but he's up. autistic and whatever Not but what, what was great was that he put up a an apology you know the emotions of the game. I would like to invite this kid to come to Old Trafford and yep. to see a, to a game. Mom said yeah no. <laughs> But uh, I, I I thought so too, but hmm. really, like you're gonna slap a phone? The, the, I saw the video. The kid was not up in his face with the phone. Literally, just sitting back watching, and he just whacks it on his hand. Like, really?
1: and 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 here, oh, and, and what was the excuse? It's the oldie but goodie. Caught up in the moment. Right. This, that, exactly or the other thing. Yep. Impulse control. You are responsible for bad impulses. Somebody cuts you off everybody's going to be mad, but most people don't get out of the car and beat the tar out of someone. Impulse control. (laughs) Right. Is that the worst that anyone's
0: ever been in the face with Ronaldo with a phone before? Are you kidding me? Come on. Yeah. So he can go fuck himself.
2: (laughs) Justin, douche of the week. My douche of the week is Earl Thomas. Oh, saw it. Saw it, So Earl Thomas, uh, uh, safety, Seahawks, safety, uh, as of, like, a week ago, was pleading for teams to sign him. <laughs> An arrest warrant was issued this yeah. week for him for sending threatening messages to his ex and violating restraining orders she has against him. Okay, so has almost every athlete in the mm. entire NFL. Okay, what makes this difference? Different. It happens uh, regularly, but with him, uh, one of the texts stated, quote, Hope you in the car with him... Meaning his ex's new boyfriend, right? Hope you're in the car with him and the kids, meaning the kids that he has his together with children. That's right. Hope you in the car with him and the kids, and y'all drive off the road. His kids, not like her kids and somebody oh. else's. His children. Also, he allegedly said, "Quote, let my mama and my cousins poison their ass." Not talking about him. Not talking about the boyfriend. Not talking about her. No. Poison they ask is referring to the children that yeah, he has hard. with him. Jesus. He also yeah. told her two days prior to these messages that he purchased two handguns and they were meant for her and the children. Oh, hell. He has been charged in criminal in court. Uh, for like third degree, some sort of reckless, mm, sure. uh, like mischief, whatever they call it in Texas. It's a felony. Mm. But essentially, he's willing to murder his yeah. ex his own kids. and his kids. Earl Thomas,
1: oh, fuck yourself. Fuck. Former teammate of Richard Sherman, Stanford attendee. <laughs> 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 Travis, douche of the week. Kind of a unique one, and I say unique because hmm. you don't think of him as a as a douche. But uh, Zion Williamson. Oh, if I had hmm. a category of like lazy bad example, that oh. would fit better. But so Zion is maybe the Jamarcus Russell of the NBA. Oh. Only <laughs> Zion, I think, <laughs> is going to go on to have a more successful career because basketball is different and stuff like that. So I was just doing, the, uh, I'd seen a story on the guy and he's, um, he's, he's had injuries. Now it's chicken and the egg. A lot of, or most of the injuries are because of the weight that the guy maintained. And it was part of the draft issue in 19, you know, you remember the famous, you know, blew out the Nike on the court and oh, he's so strong. He's, oh, and he's all that. And to what he does with his size is, I don't know if there's anything like him. I mean, he is that once in a lifetime, my God, but. The smart basketball people back in the day who were willing to say it who weren't part of ESPN and the Duke crowd, this weight is really going to be a problem with this guy, and how do you maintain it, and what is he going to do at the NBA level where you have these athletes and whatever, and, oh, my God, it happened quicker than anybody thought it would happen. <laughs> well, some things trickle out. No, I don't have them right in front of me, but some things have trickled out that not only isn't he like working hard enough to rehab his injuries, but he's eating more. And <laughs> the people that are willing to say it are saying, you know, it's not like the guy's washed out of the league. He's not a bust at this point, but he's not being very mature. And not that and not that anybody thought that he would stay on uh, uh, Pelican for life. Sure. But here is something that was brought up, and this was like a handful of days ago, and they're they're going for season tickets for the upcoming year for the Pelicans. All three of them? Tell me if you notice anything here. Uh-oh. This was a tweet. Hmm. Led by head coach Willie Green and players Brandon Ingram, Jonas, I don't recognize this name, Valenskin, I, you know, I don't recognize him, C.J. McCollum, the Pelicans are building, blank, blank, blank. They're already writing him out of the future script wow. from a marketing
3: standpoint. Wow, that's crazy.
1: Isn't that something? So, so Zion Williamson, I don't know where you fit. I don't know enough about you, but right now... Um, not
0: a bright future. I don't think no, that's so. That's not looking good for Who, a former number one
2: pick. A number one who's pick. Who's the second cool.
0: guy taken? John ja Morant. It oh, was. Yes. <laughs> Joe. No. John ja Morant. I, I, ja, that's what I said. Did you say? Oh, I, thought, no, I heard John. Ja, you said it right. Yeah, yeah John ja Morant. But I
1: remember back in the day, is Morant the pick? Morant's the pick. Zion, yes. my God. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But, but, he's, but <laughs> right. he's just... If he's this big right now, how big is he going to be in whatever uh-huh. year? And there's nobody. And they tried to say, no, he's not. Don't compare him to Charles Barkley. It's different. And it's just a, the and They're right. Eye and they're test.
2: The eye test with yeah. John ja Morant and, and Zion Williamson. There was, there, it was John ja Morant. John ja I mean, ja Morant was the better translation well, of the think, NBA. I think I have where,
1: a picture of him that makes his ass look worse
0: than mine uh, even. Where did Zion uh, go to school? Duke! Duke. Where did John ja Morant go to yeah. school? Yeah, uh, so, He was at. Was it? Wichita State, it was Wichita, Wichita State,
2: was a Wichita? yes. Uh, was it, or some? It was a Weber tiny, state or yeah, something
0: yeah. tiny. Is that maybe?
2: Hold oh, on, let's uh, is he uh, lounging
0: feather pillows you're, 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 at Duke? You're, and you're part of a, yeah, yeah. yes, uh yeah.
1: uh, yeah, yeah,
2: so yeah. anyway, you know. Murray State. Murray State, Murray thank state. you. Yeah. The, 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 Cinderella, state. the Cinderella of that NCAA tournament. Yeah.
0: yeah, so maybe he had to work hard uh, there. Uh, maybe not. Uh,
3: well. uh, 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 all right,
0: let's go on to uh, no shit and no shit. Oh. I only have the no shit. Um, but, Travis, do you want to explain what this is?
1: Two, two kinds of no shits when people say it. One is, uh, ha ha, raining out, where's your umbrella? And the other is...
0: Oh my God, I didn't know
1: that. Some crazy fact. So are you going to start?
0: I'll start out with the crazy facts. Let's go. That's all you all got? got? Okay. Yeah, so you guys aren't a huge fan of the Lord of the Rings saga, of course. I don't even like
1: people that like Lord of the Rings.
0: That's fine. Um, so the Lord of the Rings movies was about 13 hours. They're good worth movies. Of... They're, They're good great movies. movies. Anyway, 13 hours worth of movies. Were you aware that no named female characters in all those movies ever talked to each other? No female characters in those movies had a spoken interaction with each other. Really? Right. None. There is a small interaction between, like, a young girl and some named character, where they like put a blanket over her shoulder. That's it.
1: Liv Tyler okay. never spoke to another
0: female. I'm interested
1: no. now. That's that's crazy. That's nope. interesting. God, that's good. Nope. Never.
2: In never. All- so, and 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 thinking back and looking back at that movie, there aren't a ton of female characters to begin There's with. There's
0: not, and th- and that's that's indicative of like fan
2: because yeah, he, yeah,
0: he wrote yeah, it back yeah. at the turn of the century. Yeah, it's indicative of like that genre back in the day. It's like right? Male, male right. driven, right. and 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 uh, Peter Jackson, who directed him, got kind of bitched at for like injecting female right characters because it wasn't based off
2: of the book. It wasn't based off exactly.
0: of the original novel. Well, he- As far as he went, he still couldn't put two named female characters speaking to each other. That's nuts.
2: Jesus. Yeah. All right. No shit, Justin. No shit. Um, My no shit. Uh, Juno satellite uh, uh, launched by NASA. Hmm. It was sent up to Jupiter to record and uh, and photograph around Jupiter. Did you know that? Jupiter's wife in Roman mythology's name was Juno. Did you know that Jupiter's moons were named after all of Jupiter's mistresses? So the moons of Jupiter were named after the Roman mythology mistresses of Jupiter. NASA sent up a satellite named after Jupiter's wife. So NASA witch- sent <laughs> Jupiter's wife to spy on him and his mistresses. Oh
1: my God! No kidding!
3: No kidding! That is great! It's fucking
2: awesome! It's really good. NASA sent Jupiter's wife to say, "Hey, let's check on what you and your mistresses are doing." Tip of the
0: hat to NASA. Yep. <laughs> Solid,
1: Travis. So eight hours ago, I was going to tell you that uh, top fuel funny cars and dragsters burn five gallons of fuel in a quarter mile. Then I watched a video, which I tend to do. Very serious, very much a downer, but I think you will say no shit. Hmm. So the capture of Adolf Eichmann had happened in 1960. He went on trial in 1961, and he was hanged in 1962. Everybody knows about the Nuremberg trials and, you know, the 20-plus people. Most of them hung, some acquitted, some sentences. I learned for the first time this morning that no... Holocaust um, survivors-slash-concentration-camp Jews ever testified in Nuremberg, but they testified for the first time 15, 16 years later in um, in an Israeli courtroom after the capture of Adolf Eichmann, I had no idea. You make an assumption. That's not a good thing. That's stupid. I think a lot of people thought it. But what they did with um, Nuremberg, how they prosecuted, it, was a completely different thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm like no. But they, they they verified that. And if you, it's a Netflix video. Adolf Eichmann. It's like 10 plus years old now. Hmm. But you will see. Um, um, they actually televised it live when. Live things weren't being done in Israel, and I think the BBC did show it live, but nothing in America did. But, and they had these a variety of survivors and the people that were ordered to work for them. It was just this most repulsive, my God, but you will not find any of that. No, what you did have at Nuremberg is you had written statements and depositions basically mm. of thousands and thousands, but they did not testify in public. But they testified at Adolf Eichmann's trial 16 years later. Really, amazing. So yeah,
0: that is weird. I wish Isn't that's crazy. Yeah. You, Isn't would, it? yeah,
1: you would
2: think. Yeah, oh yeah. Huh. Yep. All right.
0: Uh, hmm. We got to do a funny death story.
1: Oh, Whoa, well, well, what about the nose shit? What about the nose shit? I, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't do have. you have one? So go coach? ahead. Nah, nah. I do. But, I do. Uh, so never thank- move a nine thousand pound foosball table without the proper equipment.
2: <laughs> yes your your you forearm want to talk got a bone injury the shit out of travis? see
1: uh, yeah see. the infection it's um oh i i wish folks yeah. could see it it's like a greenish purple um they don't know what they're going to do with it yet it's a scrape. Yeah.
2: It. so so Tra- travis <laughs> yeah. travis has these physical injuries that are bleeding i woke up this morning oh. after picking up the foosball yeah. table my back was so fucked because I lifted without bending my legs to get that up. That's what she said. Also because I had to lift because I was incredibly turned on by Josh's mom. But uh, lifting that foosball table was one of the heaviest things I've lifted in probably Decept- de- Deceptively heavy.
1: Yes. And yeah. as much as I criticized Josh for not getting me the right medical care or even showing any compassion when I brought right. my, my injury to him... I gotta give him mad, mad ups for uh, that's what the kids say, right? No, mad, mad, ups, mad what?
2: Props, mad props, <sighs> and that even that's like borderline
1: 1990s, <laughs> 2000s. What should I give Josh if I want to compliment him right now? Respect. Uh, no,
2: um, I, I he's he's Gucci or he's um, Gucci, really? Gucci. Yeah. Oh, okay. There no cap, bro.
1: The yeah, fuck that. I'm going retro. I'm going to give them mad props because that table is clearly quality because yeah. you do not make something that heavy and sell it cheap. No. I'm looking at this thing and it's like, fuck, you know, a couple guys. Hell, maybe maybe on a good day I could do it myself. Holy shit! I think it's a beast. Travis, I don't know of what you may or may not have hidden in that, but it have to be lead, right? Yeah, tra- there's gold bars or something in there because yeah.
2: when, I don't you, think when you when you said set-
1: invested wisely, no, no, probably probably not. not. Mm-hmm. It, it's just really heavy foosball yeah, yeah, yeah. table. So it, it was it was heavy because
2: my back too. My back too. Gigantic. Tube? You use the gigantic trolley or like the the the. the the, uh, and we the, had no, thing, we no, had yeah.
1: available to us not just a dolly but an a dolly. industrial dolly, a dolly. It was an industrial
2: yeah. dolly. That's what we used to it get it the, into the trailer. With knobby tires. Yes, but when it, that thing was <laughs> yeah. all terrain, it was now amazing. We yeah. you know, it did everything
1: but a Briggs and Stratton. No, but
2: <laughs> but coming back to put it back into Josh's garage, I think we didn't we have the dolly. I think we were time crunched. I think we were, and we just didn't say. oh, Let's just tackle it,
1: you know. And it's right. I think we we're both fake, and it's not really us, But it's I noticed, bothering us both. I noticed I took,
0: you guys just laid it, kitty wampus, in the middle. Of you're, my lucky. Yeah, you're lucky. you're lucky. There. <laughs> you're
1: lucky even got in your fucking garage. Yeah, I, 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 I was I, almost gonna piss on it just I, to show my. I took d- a look today. It's like they
0: literally just laid it down. where oh, they Travis could. lost
2: a shoe when we
0: were I lost carrying. A shoe. It.
1: That's, that's right. It it was fucking
2: uh, heavy. Like that know. was heavier than most of the things that and I carried the, out of my isn't house. And
1: this is an aging deal because a lot of things are getting harder as I age. That's no, what she was... said. That thing looks ah, like. Ah, ah. Are you kidding? No, me. I had to no, listen. No, no, Travis, we, where's the weight? We we Where Where's it? it come
2: from? We get well, Travis. We can we can yeah. grab it. Let's just we each grab somebody? it on the side. <laughs>
1: Uh, and we I both just, didn't want to give up. I think no, and and at we're that done. point egos right. were
2: taking over. Yeah. And we're like, "Fuck this shit! We're getting this over there." I had
0: to enlist one of the uh, stronger members of our workforce to get it out of my ex-wife's basement. Jeez. Our friend Rob, oh right wow. old, yeah, yeah, yeah. big fella. Yeah, you yeah. know yeah. what? And even after he was like, "Jesus Christ!"
3: Yeah. I'm yeah. sort of,
2: you know what? We that, ought to tear
1: it down and see what's in there.
2: Knowing that, I'm sort of impressed by the way we were able to do that.
1: Even though I had be. a minor injury and I was breathing hard and I lost a shoe, and I had—I gotta I, tell you, there was a little bit of. Yeah, we did that without a cart. <laughs> you we did that without a cart. You
2: can ask Stephanie. Uh, every time I got up or walked around, I was like, "Oh my
1: back!" Oh, you, should, you should see me yesterday. I,
2: ibuprofen and acetaminophen. Oh, is I don't going know how many you can take right and now. and
1: not affect your internals, but so I was peaking yesterday.
2: Four ibuprofen every eight hours. That's what they say. And two acetaminophen every six hours. Anyway, let's move on. on to, move
0: on. I'm, we got to do the funny death story. Funny death story. Ha!
2: All and right. uh, that's what she. Well, oh, we got lots of stuff to go. Yeah. Yeah, we got to hurry up. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right, funny death story. I'm just gonna I probably don't even have to go into it beyond the title that I put on here, but it's called Alabama Rattlesnake Toss.
3: Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stop right there. All right.
0: All right, next. <laughs> 1995, a pair of Alabama friends were drinking heavily. Nah, no, they weren't. No, they weren't. Here are their names.
2: Billy Junior Bob.
0: Junior Bright. Yep. And Joe Buddy Kane. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh, Jim God. Bob Cooter, but <laughs> Joe
1: examples.
3: Buddy Kane. They
0: came across a four-foot rattlesnake, and they decided to do what? Play catch with it. Of course they would that
1: is so good.
0: Yep. The snake bit Junior Bright on the hand and then when Kane tried to run in and kill the thing, it bit him as well. Yeah. When paramedics arrived, they were both semi-conscious and Kane, Junior Kane, <laughs> went into cardiac
1: arrest. He passed away on the way to the hospital. But who who who's who was around to tell the story, which one lived? Joe. Uh that would be Junior Bright. Do you have, do you have the city in Alabama? Mhm. No, it doesn't say. I just want to say that is all you need. I mean, you could have stopped it to Alabama, Alabama men. To We're drinking heavily. <laughs> Yo, so, so so this is, I want to say the obvious. Go ahead. I have, and I think all three of us have had those nights mm-hmm. where in the morning you're calling people, asked what you said, what you did, where are my pants, night. shit like that.
3: Yeah. Never, Ever.
1: And it's not just us, I think, but I think everybody has that point. Because if you get to blackout stage, you're not upright enough to throw a rattlesnake. Right. If you're (laughs) upright to the point where you can physically know, I mean, you came upon it, you started to toss it, never in my wildest, drunken, whatever, you know, even if, you know, I don't know if I, I've never mixed painkillers and booze, but let's just say I did. No, I think I would stop at a rattlesnake toss. I really think I would. Yep.
0: You know, they didn't. Joe Buddy Kane and Junior Bright thought that would be awesome. They were,
1: they're probably like one and two in their high school class. <laughs> uh, <fuck laughs> we,
3: lost. we lost. You remember, you, you remember
1: that famous Darwin Award where that, you know, the attorney, on the brightest soon. guy in the firm, went through the glass on his yes, head. yep.
2: On all right, soon. all right, Justin. Uh, do you know who Carol Dota is?
3: Carol so Dota? Carol no. Dota
2: was apparently the pioneer of like topless entertainment. Um, She would uh, Hmm. at at some in San Francisco back in the 80s, uh, she would either dance or like sit on top of a grand piano uh, topless while people were playing. So this plays into everything. Uh, The Condor Club in San Francisco, famous like place of grand piano topless type of bar. Jimmy Ferrazzo in November of 1983 Uh, he was a bouncer at this Condor club. Get a mullet. Yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely he did. He was a bouncer at the Condor club. After hours, uh, he and his girlfriend, who was an exotic dancer, her name is Teresa Hill, uh, decided to have sexual intercourse on that famous white piano in which Carol Dotto, uh, made her entrance. Mm. She would sit there topless with her big old titties hanging around, um, She would be lowered by this grand piano uh, through cables. Well, uh, Jimmy and his girlfriend, Teresa, decided to have sex on top of this grand piano. While they were in the midst of this sexual intercourse, uh, they accidentally hit the on switch. And the piano rapidly rose to the ceiling, (laughs) trapping the couple against the top of the ceiling. (laughs) No (laughs) <laughs> Barrazzo was asphyxiated and died. And Hill, the uh, Teresa Hill, the girlfriend, o- survived only because she was thinner than her companion. <laughs> he was man. lifted to the ceiling on the grand piano and died because he was crushed there and couldn't breathe. And she only survived because she wasn't as fat as he was.
1: I almost want to pass because so, you two... <laughs> I have a distant third, <laughs> and I'll say it because the, a rule say we have to, but those were great. Those Jesus. were great. So here, here, I, I guess here's my one little teaser that will make it borderline good. You guys need to guess the state that this happened in. You Florida. Florida. I'm Mississippi. Done. I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> Florida, or Mississippi.
3: I'm not done. Okay. Okay. okay.
1: It's not like there's a one state here. Okay? okay. There's not like... There's a. There's a 2001. Up. Florida. An assistant plant manager for Black Lidge Emulsions. Looked it up. They pave roads. Died when he used an acetylene torch to cut a hole in a 10,000 gallon tank of asphalt emulsion. He was attempting to visually. Now keep in mind, assistant plant manager. He's not a newbie that was hired. This guy knows his shit, right? Assistant to the plant manager. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Solid. See, there's a reason I'm reading it. He was attempting to visually survey the amount of emulsion that remained in the tank, but according to OSHA, quote-unquote, no safety precautions were taken before the cutting operation began, end quote. I'm a novice, but I would want to know what what still maybe instilled in the tank. Well, this assistant plant manager didn't, didn't think that deeply. So, in... In complete disregard of safety precautions, the erstwhile manager lit an acetylene torch and began cutting, causing an explosion that blew him ninety-three feet away. Oh! State. Don't say it. State. California. Mississippi. Mississippi. Nice. Well. Done. Oh!
2: Because it's Good only job. criminal, uh, criminal, stupid activity that happens in Florida. All other, like, durr.
1: Happens in Mississippi. Yeah. You're right. Good. Now, would you have been shocked if I had said Louisiana? No. Oh, no, Or that, Alabama or Florida? No, it's
2: that whole, like, Southern Panhandle area. I would have been This is Golfport, by the way. It was, yeah, uh, yeah. which
1: is Biloxi. Yeah, so, nice. Yeah. You 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 tell me, I mean, just, these were all great, right? Yeah. Everything yes, was, they were good. No, mine was yeah. third fiddle, but no, no, how no, does no. a, how does someone... Start cutting a tank without knowing what's in it. I don't know in your world, this is your job. This isn't a weekend warrior that whacks his finger with a chainsaw or something where it's like right. this guy had no business doing this. Yep. How your whole job is is chemical. And this chemical. isn't your first week.
2: This
0: is no, your you're an assist- assistant,
2: plant manager. assistant to the plant,
0: manager. No, I, I disagree. In Mississippi, it may have been his first week. Whoa, 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 you just whoa, whoa. you get that hey, job. Really fast. We
1: just need to take a quick
0: break here. All right, be right back. All right, we gotta. We're back to it, so we gotta get this going, Justin. You, but that's what she said. That's what she said. So these are things that make us say, "That's what she said" said when we hear them on a sports broadcast.
2: Mine happened to uh, was in a soccer match. Uh, A guy did a flop inside the uh, inside the goal box trying to get a penalty. The announcer says, "Quote: He goes down a little too easy. He'll have to learn." (laughs) That's what she said. Nice. I don't have one. Go ahead, Travis.
1: <laughs> Here it is. No, oh, I had it. Um, I'm guessing it's uh, European football. The announcer Julian Dix is everywhere. It's like they've got eleven dicks on the field. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: that's <laughs> no what she
1: said.
0: No way. Gruber. Oh, that's good. All right. So our Gruberism. What we would rather do. Then listen to David Gruber say his... No, 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 no. no. We're not going to say it. We agreed last time. We're never going to say that phrase again. Everyone knows it. What I would rather do, based on recent experience, I would rather move to a new house using only plastic (laughs) grocery bags, one of those stupid fucking smart cars, and having no assistance from my
1: friends. That's fantastic. I I know that feeling. This is is so eerie, but... (laughs) I, I went. I went back to the move. I <laughs> said I would. I would rather move a friend every day for two weeks.
3: My uh, mine Jesus. goes. Yeah. I show you my injury, by the way. There, <laughs> mine
2: goes back to some personal life thing too. Oh god! Uh, I would rather be subjected to the internal monologue and drama of a teenage girl.
3: Then oh jeez! Yeah, saddle up, Buster.
2: Yeah, no thanks.
0: Mm. Oh boy! All right, that's it. We got to rate our beer, Justin. This is your beer. This is the heavenly, heavenly haze Hayes from
1: the Third Space.
2: Third Space uh, doesn't it Third Space Third Street. Third Space Brewing. Third Space Brewing. Yeah, uh, I'm. It's a hazy IPA. It's not thick. It's not. Yeah. So I mean, it's not. I'm fine with it. I I think it's a solid double.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I would start with that. I mean, part of it is just being brewed in Milwaukee. It does lose a couple points for Saint Paul Avenue. Yeah. I get Saint Paul is not just Minnesota, but I hate the Twin Cities metro area so bad. Word. It, it kind of affects all Saints mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with Pauls too. The more I think, but I don't like any Pauls. Okay. But um, it's the IPA. That I think you can drink and say I could have six of them versus, maybe not six, maybe four of them. You know, just refreshing. Because Mm -hmm. they are refreshing. You know, we were talking earlier about the difference between IPAs, between the, you know, you got the pine needles going on and this. Um, uh, I'm going to say double. And I'm going to say it was uh, an RBI double. Okay.
0: Um, I I absolutely, I liked it. It was fine. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to walk away getting all excited about it. No. I wouldn't, mm. and that's nothing bad against it. But no. But for me, it's a Jace Peterson double in the third. Mm. It's just nothing. If you
1: know what I think this goes to show is the consistency that we've had without plans. We're certainly not, we certainly don't have a problem with disagreeing with each other or flat out insulting each other. Right. But if you look at, I think our track record, it's amazingly It is. Similar. Uh, you know, so we have the Blue Bobber on, on one end, which is, you know. Yep. Probably the best beer you've ever had. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't think the Ukrainians would drink if they were given it. And, and what's that? Do we have a top one that we've identified? Um,
2: we have a 300 home run, a Pools effortless home run. That was Broken Bat Brewing Ugly Finder IPA. Oh yeah. I remember that. Uh, we don't have any Grand
1: Slams. I was trying to explain the podcast to somebody on Friday, and you know, with the whole rate the beer, I said, I don't, I'm not sure the Grand Slam to win the World Series is there. We haven't had it yet. You know, I don't but, know that we will. Well, no, yeah, it's just like, you know. Liney's Lemon Haze
2: IPA got two, two run home runs. That was mm-hmm. good. That was good stuff. Yeah. yeah. But,
0: yeah, no, and, so, yeah. and, and I hate to even like say that this isn't like, I'm dissing this beer. This is really good beer. It's good beer. I,
1: I think, I think what we find is, you know, kind of our parameters right now, and the right. craft brewing yeah. is, you know, this is this is stuff that's been been thought out, and we're yeah. not we're not throwing the Coors Light in here saying what do you think? And right? Yeah, we got a hanky, we got the hanky panky. See that's what that we, was uh, what 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 did we uh, rate the the ambibials? We didn't so the Travis, did So Travis, did we just did say we, 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 we survived. the next episode? Travis
2: ranked say? it as a home run. Yeah, uh, Josh was. ranked it as a third run home run in yeah, the third to uh, make the it seven year. nothing. Yeah, I rated it a grand slam in the first after three one. And and, yes, and, so and, so right, and right. you know
1: because that that was well I vomited that night and I haven't vomited since. And I don't think I'd vomited for, like, maybe four years before that. But it shows you're from Wisconsin when you rate that experience a home run. Yeah.
3: Oh, yes. Yep.
1: Sick as shit. Keeped yeah, all over, embarrassed. Needed to run. be told what I said the day before. A home run, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That beer is our ace. That's that's the beer we're putting out there in game one of the World Series of Beer. Oh, hands hands yeah. Yeah, that, that gets games one, four, and seven. Yep. There's no doubt hands about that. Hands down. Yep. All right. Well, we've hit the end of it. Gentlemen, nice start to season one. I and look I think forward we're, to the rest or, of it, or, I'm sorry, to season uh, episode one of season three. Peace, and I think we're
1: gonna have a special guest next time. And girls, so. stay away from Helpful. Trevor Bauer. I'm I'm sure he's not in your neighborhood, but if he is, just uh,
3: yell for help.
0: Yeah, just uh, yeah, block that number. So, all right, take care, okay.
3: everyone. Take care. Bye.